Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Recorded live. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me today for conversations and support for targeted individuals. Today is Sunday, September 6, 2015, and I am your host, Renata. Thank you all for being here today. I really, I want to say that I love the TI community from the bottom of my heart. I really do. Um, I went to church this morning. I prayed for us, for all of the targeted individual community, Uh, and I don't just do that at church. I do it at home. I do it wherever I pray, in my car or whatever. Um, But I did send up a special prayer for us today that God would just strengthen us and give us wisdom and help us to endure everything that we have to endure because he knows that we're persecuted people. He knows that. And he told us to cast our cares on him for he cares for us. So we can give it to him. We can take this heavy burden off of ourselves and give it to him. And also I think it's so important to learn the lessons along the way. Life is is school. There's lessons. We're in the valley. There's lessons in the valley. And we should learn those lessons, whatever they may be for the individual. We can turn every opportunity into a growth opportunity. I truly believe that. We can we can build our character from whatever hand we're dealt in life. We are not the only persecuted people. We are not the only ones going through trials and tribulations. This is how we grow. This is how we evolve. We should grow and we should evolve. We should never look back over a year and see no growth in whichever area you need growth. We all need our growth in different areas, and God knows those areas, and I truly believe that trials and tribulations, well, the Bible tells us the trial and tribulations work in patience. And I feel for me, whatever I go through, good or bad, is something that the Lord is working out in me, somewhere where he wants to strengthen me and he wants to grow me and he wants to use me. That's how I feel about the things that come my way, whether they be good or bad. Not always going to be good times, unfortunately. So I want you guys to know that I, I do pray for you guys. I I do. And I send special prayers up for the single mothers and the single fathers. There are single fathers as well. I have people, in, uh, men in my family who raised their sons um, on their own with no woman in the house. So I, I try never to forget about the men. They also um, are parents as well. And it's a great responsibility to be a parent, especially going through targeting and trying to raise a child and you're going through all of this. And I know as a mother that you try to hide what you're going through from your child. You don't want them to, you know, to see the pain. You don't want them to see the lack. Some people deal with lack. They don't have as much as they need. 
uh, to get by in life, but you never want your children to see that, you know, and, and it's hard. And I just want you guys to know that I admire all parents, male or female, who get through this alone because it is not easy. It's not easy, and I have a spouse, and I have children. I have a little bit of support, but I don't take that for granted because I know that there are people who really don't have any support, financial support, moral support, spiritual support, or any kind, any other kind of support. So stay strong. I pray and I ask the Lord to, to just strengthen all of us because it's definitely ramping up on all of us, and I, and I, I can see that. I can see that in my own targeting, and I hear it from people that I talk to. Um, but we can do this. We can. We got to pull it out. We got to pull that. We got to draw. This is time to draw on whatever you got. If you got a flicker of a flame, a face, a flicker of a flame of hope, it's time to bring it out, and it's time to build on it. It is no time to back down now. It's, it's time to get strong. It's time to do whatever you need to do to get strong. I was watching um, CNN, and they were showing the people, oh, gosh, I shouldn't even bring this up because I can't even remember the country. Um, One of these countries is having an uproar right now. I'm sure you guys will know. Somebody else let me know. Um, But they're having an uproar. And these people are walking hundreds of miles. Like they're, they're just tired of the government, and they're walking hundreds of miles to get to Europe, I think it is. Um, they showed one family walk like 250 miles, literally 250 miles, and it's like thousands of people. You guys will see it on CNN. Um, and these people are tired, they're weary, they're hungry, they're thirsty, they don't know how they're going to feed their children, they're just walking. They don't even know where they're walking to. One guy said that they were tricked. <clears throat> that they were given uh, tickets by the government. I, I guess it would be our equivalent of FEMA. They didn't say FEMA, but I think it would be our equivalent of FEMA. And they were given bus tickets, and they were supposed to get off at a particular location, and then these buses were going to pick them up and take them to the border so they can cross over into another country. Well, the buses took them to a camp, and I'm going to call it a FEMA camp, but it's not a FEMA camp in that country. But he was, they were showing all of these people on the other side of this gate. Looks like a jail, looks like a prison. And they were crying. They were like, they told us that we were going to get on this bus and get off the bus and they were going to take us to the border on another bus. But instead, they brought us into this camp and we can't get out. So that just made me think, like, we have to be strong. Maybe God is strengthening us for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Because if we are put in situations like that, I do believe the average targeted individual will survive a horrible experience like that because we're mentally strong. We've already had so many challenges that we've had to face. And so I pray for those people. I mean, the, the world is in, a bad, is in bad shape, if you guys haven't noticed, and I'm sure everybody has, but it's in bad shape. Um, and times will probably get worse, according to the Bible. So take this opportunity is what I'm trying to say, to learn and to grow. Don't, don't stand still. Whatever you need to do to, to, to get your life in a better position, do that. Do not say to yourself, oh, I can't because these, these perpetrators won't let me try. Try. 
Don't be afraid to try. And if the door is closed in your face, knock on some more. And that's that's my encouragement. I guess I won't even do my scripture because <laughs> I don't know where any of that came from. But, amen, it, it needed to be said apparently because I, I, I didn't plan that. But, um, wow, it's a lot. What we go through, it's a lot. It's a lot, but God knows. He knows. So we give it to him. We give it to him and we leave it. As my mother used to say, when you give it to God, you leave it with him. You know you left it with him because you don't worry about it. And that's that's what we have to do. We have to give it to him. We have other things to worry about other than what these stalkers are trying to prevent us from doing. They're trying to prevent us from reaching our destiny, and we have got to reach our destiny. Because only what we do for God is going to last. We need to hear, well done, at the end of all of this. God needs to know that we tried. We tried our best. We tried. So we need to honestly be able to say that. All right, I guess I'll save my scripture until next week then. Because I think I just gave a mini sermon. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, Truth Seeker says, thank you, Renata, for saying this. It's important to remember this. Uh, Renata, what you were saying fit in perfectly with what I was thinking on today. Amen. I just said I didn't plan that, so that must have been for you, Truth Seeker. <laughs> Amen. I do hope it blessed somebody because that's, that's what was on my heart today. I was, uh, They were praying in church, and, yes, I did get targeted at church, but whatever. Amen. I went anyway. Um, but they were praying, and uh, I think they were praying because they were doing the, um, the, 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 they were doing communion. So they were praying over the communion. And I had my eyes closed, and I was praying over to me. And next thing I know, I was way over there somewhere else praying for the TI community. So you guys are on my heart today because we go through a lot. We do go through a lot. Okay, let's see. And a few little housekeeping things. Okay, so welcome to all of the visitors. I thank you guys so much for everybody who's here, visitors and 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 OGs. <laughs> All the rest of y'all, oh, geez. <laughs> I really do appreciate you guys. I really, really do. Um, I looked back at the number because we can look at, you know, if you host a call here on TalkShoe, you can look at your stats and it will tell you certain things. And I was blown away that it was over 50 people last week. That's big. That's big for this little call. That's huge. So I thank God for each and every person, and I thank God for each and every person who tells someone, and I thank God that that uh, you guys are getting something out of it. I really thank God. I thank God for all the information that's being shared because it's not me, it's us. We are helping one another because I cannot tell you how many times I came into a targeting situation and I said, oh, you know what, I heard Somebody on my call say that. I already know what that is. I'm not going to let it affect me because I've heard about it. I know about it. it. It's a blessing. It's a blessing to me. So I, I really thank all of you. And I was just outdone by over 50 people last week. That That's a lot. That's a lot for this call. So thank you for that. Um, so what I was thinking, because I really like to share the format with everyone, I like interaction. I don't like it just to be me talking. I like it to be everybody because I feel like you should get what you came for. You know, if you came to learn, to grow, to 
to process. I'm a person I have to process. I got to talk about what's going on. And if you're a person like that and that's what you want to do, don't be shy. Don't be shy. No judgment here. You know, you're amongst other TIs. So I'm pretty sure whatever you may say will not be far-fetched for us. We probably have experienced it ourselves or whatever or know something about it. Um, And it's just important. It's really important to share because you never know who you're going to bless. I, I, I get emails all the time or people call me often and they'll say, what was that person's name or what was that person's number because they said something that I went through. You know, so you never know who you're going to bless. You really don't. And the Bible says that we overcome by our testimony. So when you when you share what's going on, that's your testimony. That's what's happening to you. And that's how you overcome. That's how you get past it because you're processing it. And it won't have that same sting. It won't have that same effect. But on the same token, the Lord brought to my to my spirit that we spend a lot of time talking about the perpetrators and you know what they do and that that's that's the devil, that's Satan working through these people. We also need to give God some glory too. So we need to talk about some positive things that's happening, some things that we overcame, that we were able to get past that may have been a little bit easier for us. Because I'm not going to spend five hours talking about the devil and these people who he's working through. That's why you guys hear me talk about God. I'm not going to do it. He's not going to get all of my energy like that. So um, I think that's important too, you know, something you're grateful for, something that that was a little bit easier, something that blessed you this week, something that, you know, you got a job. So many people have said they've gotten jobs, they've gotten apartments. That's a blessing. God, God gets the glory out of that. So... I love those kind of stories. Okay. Let's see. I have a little notes written down here. Okay. Oh, my, the CPRB. I went to City Hall. You guys know I go to City Hall. I really question why I still go down there, but but I do. Um, so I went to the Citizens Police Re- Review Board meeting this week. And I think I was given two minutes. They normally give me one. I think I was given two minutes this time because I was the only um, person who spoke this week. And basically I said what I say, you know, they need to leave people alone, <laughs> basically. But it's, it, it's, it's that I didn't say it like that, but that was it in a nutshell. Um, it's just amazing. It's just amazing the harassment that I have to suffer on the days I go down there. It, it just doesn't make sense with all this killing, all these killings, and all the crime that goes on in this city. Like the resources is should just be used more effectively. Really, they really should. Um, and someone brought to my attention that the Citizens Police Review Board is supposed to be made up of. Regular citizens. Well, the person who was telling me this done has done her homework on the people on the board to find out that several of them are ex-police officers. So it makes sense that they're not holding any of the police officers responsible for any of their misconduct. Makes total sense now that she mentioned that. But, you know, it's a lot of corruption down there anyway. But I did go to that meeting and I did speak. And 
they gave me blank stares like they always do. But, hey, man, I'm going to keep going as long as I feel that's what God has me doing. So I just wanted to say that. Um, and I want to give you guys this link that someone, an email buddy, sent to me. And uh, she didn't just send it to me. She sent it to others on the distribution. This link, let me just read this brief description here. It says, um, Citizens Commission on Human Rights is a nonprofit, nonpolitical, nonreligious mental health watchdog. Its mission is to uh, eradicate abuses committed under the guise of mental health and enact patient and consumer protections. Okay, so it's a long paragraph. Um, the gist of it is this is a place where you can report psychiatric abuse. Okay, so this is a very important website to know about. Okay, if you've ever been in a mental health facility, you feel that they abused you, they treated you wrong, they exercised some sort of misconduct, this is the place where you can report this. Okay, now. I'm interested, I haven't really looked into it yet, but I'm interested because I'm interested in seeing if I can get some of my uh, mental health records revised or changed because, as you all know, I've said before, I believe in therapy, I just do. If you can get the right therapist, which I've had one that I really connected with, now she's out of business or moved or something, she's not there anymore, Um, but... I had another one when I first realized I was targeted who now, looking back, I believe that he was involved in my targeting. He was constantly trying to get my husband to commit me, and he, I just, now that I look back, he was involved. I believe he was involved. So I am interested in seeing if I can get my mental health diagnosis changed because the second person, um, gave me the diagnosis that I think fits me, which is PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, because I am highly traumatized because of this program. I think that fits me. The the, the first person, that was drama, and now I know he was involved. So I want to look into to find out how we can revise, you know, get these records revised. If anybody knows, please let me know. If I find out, I will let you guys know. I don't know if this organization here, because I haven't looked into it yet, the link that I just put in there, um, I don't know if if they do that or they know how it can get done. I think I've been told that you can never really have your records revised, but you, that you can put your own uh, letters there. You know, like if you have an issue, you can write your own letter and put it there. Okay. So for those of you um, on the call, you're not in the chat room, you listen to the archives, I will tell you the name of this website. It is called CCHR International, the Mental Health Watchdog, okay? The um, URL is www.cchrint.org backslash report hyphen psychiatric hyphen abuse. Okay? Very important. Very important. 
because there's many of us who do not agree with our mental health diagnosis or the way that some people were treated when they were um, kidnapped and put in a um, mental institution. Okay, Truth Seeker says, Renata just posted your show on Google+. Thank you so much, Truth Seeker. Somebody's going to have to show me how to use Google+. I don't know how to use it. Okay, Alrighty. what else? There was something else. Oh, okay. For those of you kind of new to TalkShoe, I wanted to tell you the different ways that you can join this call because there's more than one way. You can do. Uh, you can call in on the line, as most of you have done. Let me get where I need to be. And that number is seven two four 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 seven four four four. And the call ID number is 114-616, okay? You can log into TalkShoe.com and put in that code, 114-616, if you would like to chat in the chat room. There are people in the chat room. Um, they don't necessarily call in on the phone because they don't want to speak or whatever reason, and they chat. They share recipes. They tell jokes. They do. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, they do. Any, you know, they just have conversation, and it's good. And if you're in the chat room and you 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 hear something you want to comment on, you type it in the chat room. I can read it out loud. Okay, you can do that. So sometimes you'll hear me reading comments from the chat room, or you can do both. You can do both. You can be in the chat room and you can be listening in on the phone. It's up to you. But uh, many people really do enjoy. Um, listening from the chat room. If your computer has speakers, you'll be able to hear through your speakers. Also, you can uh, you can follow. You can there's a follow button. If you go to talkshow.com, put in my uh, code. You can follow. You can go back and you can listen to the archives. There's archives going back four years, three or four years. You can go back and listen to past shows by going to TalkShoe.com and putting in that uh, that number, okay? All right. Just wanted to cover that. Going to be unmuting people in a minute. So I figure if we can do like three to five minutes each, I'm going to try to time it so that, um, that we won't go too long. You know, no one will um, dominate the conversation and other people will have a chance to talk. Hopefully it will be as many people as it was last week, but maybe not because um, there's a holiday coming up, so people do travel. Okay, now, this thought for the day and question for the day. I have two that is really in the forefront of my mind. So I'm going to have to any, many, many more here and <laughs> narrow this down because I really have two. And I, I really, they're both pulling at me. Okay, I'm going to go with this one. And I might bring that other one up too because it's really strong in my mind too. Okay. Uh, for those of you who were here at the very beginning on time, I played a song. And it was called My Soul is Anchored. And that song has really, really been on my heart. 
And in that song, he talks about what if the storms never cease in your life? What if they just, what if the winds just keep blowing? And that, that really stuck with me because I was asking myself, like, yeah, like this is a storm. This is a storm that we're going through. This is a trial, tribulation, storm, whatever you want to call it. So what if the storm in your life just keeps ceasing? Just keep, excuse me, what if it never ceases? What if it keeps coming? What if more storms come? You know that saying, when it rains, it pours? What if it just keeps pouring in your life? What if the winds keep blowing and, and, and the chaos keeps happening and the targeting gets worse and more people leave your life than come into your life and the ones that do come into your life, they betray you over and over and over? What if you lose everything that you have? A lot of people think they have nothing, but I know people who literally have nothing. So what if you lose every single thing, your place to live, your car, your job, your money, your everything, your man, <laughs> your woman, your whatever, your support system, everything? What if you lose it all? This has to be the biggest storm that has ever entered my life. I don't know about your life, but this has to be the biggest storm. This is a tsunami for me. And it can overtake you like a tsunami can. So the question for the day is, what's the plan? What is your plan to keep going? What is your plan of action? I believe that we all should have one. What is your plan to get yourself through this storm? Because this is a storm that keeps coming. So far, it keeps coming. This is one of those storms that don't stop. You know on the news it says a storm will pass in three days or five days. This one haven't passed. This one haven't passed in seven, eight years for me. So what if that storm keeps blowing? What if it never, ever, ever, ever stops until you take your last breath? What is the plan? What's your plan? What's your plan of action to get you through this mentally? What is your plan to take care of yourself and your family financially? What is your plan to keep moving forward? Because we have to move forward. We can't stand still. We can't throw in the towel. That's not an option. So what is your plan? Well, I mean, it is an option, but it's an option that you should take off the table because nobody should commit suicide. So what is your plan to keep going? You have to have one in place, I believe. I know I've had to have one in place. I've had to revise it because... Every time my plan begins to become effective, it seems like the targeting gets worse, so I've had to constantly change it. So that's the question of the day. What if the storm never ceases? What are you going to do? Okay. I'm going to unmute the people who I know were here first. Hello. Hello. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Oh, doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. I um uh, my name is Greg and I am from Kansas City, Missouri. Hello, and Greg. I've listening to talks you probably for about I guess going on two years now, I never really spoke. Just listening, 
you know. And then a friend of mine had told me about your show on Sunday. I didn't know they did it on Sundays. But I've been a TI for about two years. And um, I I guess, you know, listen to what you're saying about the plan. Um, we all know that when this stuff starts happening to you, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty devastating. It is. It is. You know? And, um, you know, you... I guess you try and ask why and try to figure out, you know, the motives behind it all. And But, you know, after a while, that just kind of leaves you about why. It's more how can I deal with what's, you know, coming my way. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, it seems that they have a, a protocol on how they do things, you know. I, uh, you know, I was hit with those weapons first. And then... Um, you know, of course, you get the slander, the propaganda, and then um, they started messing at my job, right? Mm-hmm. And um, former Marine, worked for the VA, well, worked for the federal government after that for about 27, 28 years. And I was in the federal building when it started, and then I figured if I moved from the federal building, then it would stop. You know, because I didn't quite know what it was. But then I moved over to the Veterans Administration, and um, I was there for a little bit. And then all of a sudden, you know, things changed. People mm-hmm. that I was, people I was in charge of, uh, started, you know, acting differently. You know that look that they, you know, that they give you as if, you know, that alter ego that somebody didn't put out there for you. You know. Yes. And, um, you know, what I'm afraid of right now is so far I've tried to convey to my family and, uh, you know, how this works, right? But Mm -hmm. I, you know, the protocol is they'll do your job first. Then they're going to work on your family, right? Right. And um, personally with me, I, I think that is going to be something for me that that's going to be a, a battle that I need help with. I, I'm going to need help with it, you know, because this, you know, the things that they do with this technology, we all know that it, 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 it I guess it'll make you appear to be that individual, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so your whole character is totally smashed from who you really are. Right. Now, I've been married for 31 years, you know, been oh, knowing my oh, wife oh. 16. And oh. as well as her family, been knowing me that long too, right? Right. And I, the way I see it, if they can get to, you know, her side of the family, not my side, okay, they can get to her side of the family after them knowing me for all this time. You know, I, you know, just my word to tell them and show them, you know, all this technology, it, it's, it's such an uphill battle because, you know, when they stuck, when people are stuck in the system thinking that the people that are coming to them are, 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 are good people. And, you know, because that's what you would normally think. Mm-hmm. And here you are trying to defend something that you don't know anything about. 
So what what happens here is, okay, what I'm waiting for is that same look that I got at my job, same look that I get from these stalkers. If I get that from my family, I, I, I don't know how I'm going to approach it. You know, and, and that's, I think right now, because you were talking about the support group, I've been pretty, I'd say, lucky, but, um, you know, they've stayed away from my circle. And I think I just have a feeling that because they did me at my job, you know, they, they started at my job, then they're going to take the avenue of the family because we all know they want to turn everybody against you. So I, I guess what I'm trying to say now is I don't want to walk up to somebody within my family and say, okay, what's, you know, what's going on? Because then that will make me look like I'm guilty of something, right? Well, I, I will tell you this from experience. Uh, when and if your family becomes involved, you will know it, just like you knew when your in-laws became involved. Mm-hmm. You'll know it. Don't look for it. Just enjoy the moment. Enjoy the fact that you still have family that you trust, that you can socialize with, that you can be yourself with, and mm-hmm. maybe back off of the of the targeting talk with them and just enjoy your family. And when if it ever happens, which we pray it won't, you will know it. You definitely will know it. If you get subtle indications, which I did in the beginning with some of my family members, if it's something subtle and you're really not sure, just keep mm-hmm. your eye on it. Just keep your eye on the situation and mm-hmm. just go on with life. But don't 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 do that to yourself. You know, just enjoy your family. Right, right, right. You know? Okay, so I want to ask you. Um, I want to ask you, what is your plan if this if this doesn't if, if the storms don't cease, what's what's the plan to get yourself through this? What if your family does turn on you? What's your plan? Because you're you're a military guy, so military is about. I mean, they don't go to war without a strategy and a plan. Right. And right. Well, you know, um, I I think you know what I could do. I can pray, and mm-hmm. I my plan is you know worst come to worst, um, you know. It, it seems to me that if you stay on the move with this thing, it you know it might uh, it might cease a little bit. It won't mm-hmm. it, it won't be as um, uh, you know as direct because you know I have a house and I'm you know I'm subject to anybody can buy something around here and start shooting me again. But if you stay on the move and um, uh, just, you know, you asked me what my plan is. I haven't, the first thing that I did, I wanted to, I wanted my family out of it. I didn't want them nowhere near this stuff. That's my wife's side of the family um, and my immediate family. I just, you know, I, I wanted to take this on by myself because they don't understand this at all. And mm-hmm. it seems to me that I can handle this better if I would eliminate myself from my immediate family, meaning just go somewhere else and um, perhaps Richmond, uh, just somewhere else by myself or you know near some more TIs to where um, – 
you know, that support would be there. But the same token, my family and all the atrocities that they do wouldn't be involved in it. Because, you know, the whole thing is they're going to take me down. And, but I don't want my family going down with it. That's what I planned on doing if it got too bad. If it got right. too bad. Well, think, yeah, think, think some more. I'm going to go to the next question, but think some more about, you know, how to just get yourself through the day-to-day. You know, because it's all about isolation. So they would love to uh, separate you from your family. So just, you know, just think about it. Um, I just wanted, I just want people to get it in the forefront of their minds just to, you know, have a plan to get through the day-to-day stuff. Okay, the day-to-day stuff for me is, I mean, I'm not isolated, so... Um, no, I could, you know, I got friends still, and you know that's that's okay with me, and, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but um, we'll go ahead to the next caller. I'm not going to hold you long, ma'am. Okay, and then um, we'll come back. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. From my, I didn't tell you you're from my um, hometown. Well, actually, I'm from Kansas City, Kansas. Oh, are you? Yeah, I worked at uh, Children's Mercy for a while. Did you? Well, yeah. you know, where are you at now? I'm in California. Oh, yeah, I hear it's pretty tough out there, isn't it? Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I heard you say you were thinking about Richmond. I'm like, he better do his research. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, I mean, I, I just heard that, you know, they passed that law and, you know, uh, you know, hopefully – I mean, abiding by it. I don't. I mean, I don't know. You know, I, I guess you'd have to be there to find out whether or not it's actually still going on. You know, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. And then that that's um, exclusive to Richmond because each city is on their own. You know, thing. Right. So you, yeah, pretty so, much if it was I'm done in Richmond, you'd be pretty much confined to Richmond if you didn't want to go anywhere else. You know. Bay Area is rough for targeting, especially if you get police harassment. I don't know if you do, but the police harassment is really bad here. Um, but actually, the stalking is really bad here, too. It's really it? bad. Yeah, yeah it's, it's bad here, easy. too. I, I don't get much much of the police officers doing it directly, but they are. I have noticed the little signals, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Some of them are involved, you know. But they don't, you know, my stalking is not as intense as it was before. They kind of keep their distance from me, you know. Oh, but that's good. As opposed to how it was before, you know, all the up up close and personal, you know, and and none of them have has ever said a word to me, you know. They just let me know that they're there. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. good. Yeah. Well, pray on pray on uh, (laughs) moving to California, boy. (laughs) Any TIs here will tell you it's rough. It's pretty rough here. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's it's like that anywhere. You know, I mean, I yeah, yeah. but it, it, it's very intense. I've been some other places, and it, it's really it, it's intense here. It's is it really? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, it could depend on the individual and how hard they plan to target the individual. I don't know, but it's um, it's they're very aggressive. It, it's yeah, it's it's pretty bad here. I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, you know, when you got a hundred of them following the different parts of the city, I guess that is pretty tough. You know, I mean, uh, you know, I I think how I beat that, you know, in my mind is more or less I expect it when I walk out of the door, you know, and I don't, you know, you know, they don't bother me. They don't, you know, I'm not, you know, fear to me is like bondage, slavery. So I'm not scared of them. 
you know. Yep. You know, my main thing with him is I try to educate him. So I don't quite know if they're the stalker or not, but, I'm, you know, I think we kind of feel which ones are the stalker. And my remedy to that is I go up and tell him I got, a, you know, a public awareness I'm spreading to the public. So regardless if he's a stalker or not, I'm giving information about um, this tyranny, this divide and conquer strategy, you know. Right. And, you know, the ones that are receptive to that conversation, um, they're not a stalker. But the stalkers will sit there with their mouth wide open, and they don't want to say nothing, you know. Yeah. Usually when someone tells you something that's going on that's pretty tragic, you're going to engage in that conversation. But yeah. the stalkers, I think they're more or less in shock that I'm even saying something to them, you know. Or, mm-hmm. or if they actually hear the truth of what they're doing, you know, I think it devastates them. You know, so I got T-shirts made up. I got all kinds of stuff. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> okay, I'm going to put you on hold. Um, thank you so much for your comments and welcome. Did did uh, did Renita invite you? Yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah. She did. Okay. She told me about told it, me and too. I happened to be online. I got an email from somebody, and I said, I'm, I'm going to go on today. Yeah, I'm so glad you did. Well, stick around, okay? I will. All right, thank you. Thank you, Renita. Oh, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for inviting Greg. I think he said Greg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you for inviting him to the call. Yeah, I, yeah, I hadn't been able to even hear what was going on. I had a TI from Wichita, thank God, call me, but he's not interested. He's gotten married, and he's not. he, he has uh, left all TIs alone. So I just wanted to holler out if anybody is on the line from Wichita, Kansas, or anywhere in Kansas, please uh, speak out to me, please. <laughs> yeah, everybody's on mute right now. Um, how are you? How are you and your daughter doing? Uh, Not so well. Um. Last night, the targeting was, and this morning was unbelievably aggressive. I mean, it it was, I, I mean, wow. And, um, you know, I, I don't even know what to say. You know, I started uh, thinking about really making plans to go to Richmond, but I don't know. I just heard what you were saying there. But it's just about I'm just desperate to be with the other TI so that maybe I can get out of my house more often with us together and go and do things. But, um, you know, um I don't know. It was just really. It was horrible last night. They kept on pulsing me, and I was just. Oh. I got. I've just been all weak, very, very weak today, and trying to get my energy back. Well, here, here's my suggestion because I don't want to discourage anyone from anything that you think will benefit your life or anybody else's. But here's my suggestion: before you move anywhere, it would. I would strongly suggest maybe visiting that place first, mm-hmm. just to kind of get a feel for it. You know. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say don't do it. I would just say it'd probably be best to visit. I mean, and if you don't want to visit first, you just want to move there, that's fine. But I think it's a good idea to visit anywhere because so many TIs have told me that no matter where they went, the targeting followed them. Now, several of them said that they got a little break in there, like when they first got there, the targeting wasn't bad for a couple weeks. But then once, you know, once they were there for a while, it started all over. So, 
Oh, yes, I have moved before. I know that it's going to follow me. It's just I'm so desperate to be around other TIs, you know, because I'm kind of in an isolated apartment area, and all my, uh, you know, most of my neighbors are gang stalkers. So, uh, you know, I'm just desperate to have another TI. I mean, you should have heard the way I acted when this uh, Andrew Harris called me right now. I was... You know, just so excited because, and then he said, well, you know, he's he's been targeted, I think he said 26 years, and then he just left the targeting community alone. He just relies on God and his wife, and so he's not interested in a friendship. So, um, you know, so Uh that that, that door, yeah, that closed that door, so. Yeah, a lot of TIs, I talked about that the other week. A lot of TIs feel like they'll just go at it on their own. You know, I mean, I guess I can understand that, too. Um, but it, it feels good to have support for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and it, you know, at this stage of the game, we just take the support any way we can get it. If it's over the phone, if it's in person, if it, you know, mm-hmm. it helps. Yeah. It really does. I really hope you meet um, people in your area. Yeah. Yeah, pray pray for me that I make it through this because they're going, they're really going intensely at me now. So you get to direct the energy the most. Yeah, the shocking. Yeah, last night I just, I don't know, they were just pulsing me a lot just over and over and in the morning. And I just said, like I said, I'm so weak. I didn't ever think that I was going to, you know, I had to go grocery shopping. I didn't think I was going to get up and have the strength to do it or the energy. And so now I'm trying to stay outside, just outside my door and just try to get, you know, replenish my energy with the sun and everything. But it's difficult. It's, it's very difficult. Hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you. And um, thank you. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Go sorry, on. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, well, thank you for your call. I was, um, I, I like I said, I got interrupted while I was hearing you when you were just going on and you were inspiring us and saying don't give up and stay strong. And, and I was like, oh, wow, she's saying exactly what I need to hear. And I was like, uh, you know, so but thank you for that. That's uh, That helps. That's encouraging. It's like the, the, right, the right word for the right time, you know. Oh, yeah, no problem. Yeah, we have to st- we have to stay encouraged. We're, we're really battling a lot. We really are. Um, did you hear the question for the day? No. Okay, so the question is, if the winds keep raging and the storms keep coming and the tsunami overtakes you and the targeting gets on your last nerve and you just feel like you can't go, in, go on any further, what's your plan? What's the plan to keep going? I don't know. I need to form I don't know. I, I, I you know, um, like last night it was just, you know, looking at my daughter, touching her, and, you know, just for, you know, to just that sweetness and that gentleness just to be close to it. But as far as a tangible manifested plan, I just, I don't know what to do. I just, like I talked to that other guy, he's a spiritual uh, uh, gentleman, and he was just, you know, encouraging me like so many others, it almost led me toward agnosticism, but um, my heart is just tuned into God, and I don't, you know, I just can't break away from that, you know, um, I'm done with organized religion, I feel, but my heart is just uh, very in tune to God, and I have a relationship with him, so um, I'm just glad to have people like you and him encouraging me to just uh, start reading my Bible again, start praying again, and to lean on God more, you know, try to put it, leave it in his hands, and let him have some of the weight because this is hard to carry alone. It is. It is hard. Um, for those of us who have children, myself included, you guys know I have children, um, 
for anyone who depends on us, our our children, our parents. Some people have uh, elderly parents that they care for, um, aunts, uncles, nieces, nephews, anyone who depends on you, maybe they can be your motivation to go on because we don't want to leave those people here without us. You know what I mean? I definitely don't want to leave my children without me, um, you know, for guidance and for whatever, you know. So we'll use them for our motivation um, because someone's going to have to keep them strong. So we have to keep ourselves strong in order to keep them strong, in order to protect them, in order to guide them. You know what I mean? So let your daughter be your motivation. And just keep going another day. And God will give you strength, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be okay. I'm sorry you're getting targeted so hard. Well, thank it's not you. easy. It's not yeah. easy being tortured. It's not easy. I know that it's not. But just hang in there. Your daughter's beautiful, by the way. She sent me a picture of her daughter. She's so pretty. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so stay strong. Did you want to say anything else? Oh, no, just thank you so much. Thank you for this time to speak to. I really appreciate your show. It's wonderful. No problem. Okay, I will come back to you, okay? I'm going to meet okay. Everybody. Targeted and harassed in the chat room says, I went... I went for Chicago. I went, I guess, from Chicago to LA to Long Beach, and was targeted all the way. Oh, that's too bad. Okay, let's see. New York. Hello. Hello. Okay, I'll put you back on hold. Star eight if you want to speak. And a fellow Californian. Hello, California. Hello. I guess everybody's walking away from their phones. That la la. No. Okay, I'm put you back on hold. Jerome? Hello? Are you guys not hearing me or something? Hello? Well, oh, hey, Jerome. How are you? I'm good. You just unmuted me, so I'm talking. Um, Yeah. um, Yeah, I heard your question, and I was listening. You know, it's not really... My philosophy never changes. Um, It's a proverb or a saying. I don't know what you want to call it. It goes... Like this, light attracts light, good attracts good, bad attracts bad. What you focus on will increase. It's best to focus mm-hmm. on the good, right? So um, I live my life. I don't let these scumbags control my life, and that's the way I'm going to live it. If it increases, if it gets worse, I don't know what to say. I'm just going to keep on keeping on. Okay, that's my philosophy. They're trying to whittle it down to nothing. I'm not going to allow that into my life. Okay? They, can, they can increase this warfare, whatever they want to call it. It doesn't matter to me. These people don't matter to me. My life matters to me. Okay? Just I live my life one sweet moment at a time, and I don't live it any other way. I, don't look, uh, I try not to look too much into the future. I just enjoy the day that I have. I do what I can on the day that I have. 
You know, you know my you know my repertoire. You know my routine. Well, I've told you. I do my uh, karaoke and I do my uh, physical training uh, to keep my body in shape. And I do my kung fu to keep my mind and body in shape. You know, like if they want to increase it, I don't know. If they want to do, <laughs> if, they, if, they, if they want to increase their their activities on my life, they can do what they do because it really doesn't matter to me because you live until you die. And I'm not going to worry about dying. I'm going to worry about living, okay? Dying is the thing that's, that's going to be, it waits for all of us at the end. Not even these perps and whoever they call themselves, these scumbags, these humans, filth, these, uh, these, this capitation, this def- defecation they call themselves human beings. They're all going to die. They're all just going to die and be turned into worm, food, and fertilizer. Scum, and they're just like you. They're mortal, just like you and me. They would like to think they have one up on us. Like they would like to think that they, they're, they're, I don't know, they, they do a lot of blasphemous things by calling the, the uh, Bluetooth thing the voice of God. I mean, how dare they? They're nothing. They're just, uh, they're just worms, just like us. We're all going to die, and we're all just going to go to the earth. Okay, so what? If they want to, uh, uh, you know, increase what they're doing on my life, they can do what they do because we're all going to face the same entity when we pass on. We're all going to face God, and they will answer for what they do. So I don't concern myself with them. I let God be my avenger. I let God be my guiding light. You know, I don't really I don't really, uh, preach religion that much, but I believe in a certain thing, and I follow a certain thing, right? Um. You know, I'm just, I live my life the, the, the way I always live my life, you know. I just keep on keeping on and keep on moving forward, you know. And for me, I, I've always embraced this philosophy, weakness is not an option. My dad died. I had to be strong for my mom and for my brother and my sister. Couldn't be weak, okay. Mm-hmm. Went to a couldn't be weak or else it would have crushed me, okay. Buried his son would not be weak. I would have lost my mind and who I was as a person, okay? So when I talk, it's not just air coming out of my mouth. It's the philosophy that I live with. I stay strong. I keep on keeping on. So putting my son, okay, burying my son was one of the hardest things that I ever did, and I I was very convinced that I was going to lose my mind. And that was, you you call tsunami? Well, please forgive me when I say you have all your children with you and they're, they're fairly healthy and, uh, you know, you're doing your best to protect them. When you have to bury a child, that's as hard as a tsunami can get. I survived that. I don't know what else life can do to me. Whatever life does, it's going to be in alignment with what God wants to happen. So I just let it happen. I just let it, you know, I let these people do what they want to do. I'm not going to concern myself with them, you know. I'm not going to give them too much power. I'm not going to give them too much energy. I heard a lot of people talking about, oh, the perps this and the perps that. You know, hell with them. They, they will do what they want to do. They will reward us with trivial things, little behavioral things, because we're doing things their way sometimes, you know. But you know, I, don't, I don't adjust my life to them. I don't adjust my situation to what they want. I don't adjust my life or anything concerning me according with alignment with what they want. I don't think of them much. They stalk me. They, they, whatever they want to think is going through the little pea brains. They, they can go through their minds because I don't concern myself with them. If I'm going to, to the store to buy DVD, I'm going to the store to buy DVD. I'm not concerned about being stalked. You know, the only time that I would raise up into action is if they had the courage to, tr- to touch me or to grab me. 
then it would be a different story. But if they're just doing their little satanic nonsense or stalking or whatever, if they want to increase that, you know, they can do whatever they want. Because sometimes they do increase it when, I, when they're not getting, like, a good reaction out of me. They're trying to slam cars into my chin and stuff like that. And, they, you know, they, they can do what they do because they always do. But I'm not going to let it concern me. I'm not going to let it concern me in the least. It's my life. God gave me this life. No one has the right to interfere with my life. You know, I'm not hurting anyone. I'm not, uh, as far as I know, I'm not offending anyone. They have no right to be um, trying to manipulate anyone, my life or anyone's life, in the least. Okay, we all have a right to be here. Or else God would not give us the life energy, to, you know, to, to be in this world. Some people, okay. some babies, they're born dead. They don't even have okay, a Okay, one, one minute, Jerome. Yeah, one minute. Go ahead. I'm giving everybody five minutes now because it goes really long because we've been having a lot of people. So go ahead. Yeah, you have one more minute. Yeah, but go ahead, Mother. Okay, but uh, yeah, so that's the, way I, that's the way I live my life, and that's it. You know, it's, it's, no, it's, no, it's not rocket science with me. Witness is not an option. That's just the way it is with me. Not just talking. I've been through a lot of stuff in life, and when I open my mouth, it's because I've experienced pain. And I've experienced spiritual agony. Okay. And I just live my life, I take a breath, and I say, you know what, God, if this is what, it's, if this is what it is, then this is what it is. I'm going to do what I do, and that's it. Good for you. I feel the same way. Good for you, Jerome. Thank you for your comment. You're welcome. Okay, we'll come back to you. Thank you. All righty. Arizona? Hello, Arizona. <clears throat> Hello. Hello. Hello, hello. Hi, who's speaking? This is Chris. Hi, Chris. How are you? Doing good. Um, Just want to say that uh, for your questions that you asked, I know it's kind of like easy for some to say, but that's how I get by is just, you know, just having faith in God and, and, you know, that's pretty much how what got me as, as far as I am now is, you know, having faith that he exists and that he's there with us. And and like he says, he doesn't forsake you or leave you. So you just got to tell yourself that every day <clears throat> and, and, you know, putting on your armor every day. So that way, you know, you can withstand all those little tricks because they change it up. So, you know, that way you cover all ends of whatever is going to happen that day, you know, and just leave it in God's hands. So that's pretty much, and I, I'm pretty blessed to have, you know, a wife next to me after all these years and even what I'm going through right now. Yeah, because a lot of my family, I feel, turned their backs on me. So it's just, you know, that's, that's pretty much what I'm left with is just, you know, my wife, my kids. And so, you know, it's just, it, it all make it all... You know, I chose to serve God when I was younger. I backslid in, you know, pretty pretty awful, but still had him in my heart. You know, and it just it seemed like all the sermons and everything that was told to me, <clears throat> everything that I've learned is all coming to play right now. Like, okay, that's what that verse meant, you know, and that's what this meant, and that's what this means. And so, you know, just you just have to take it day by day and, and, and constantly... 
trusting, you know, where other people are, who are not going through what we're going through or just, you know, don't even pay no mind to that part of life because, you know, they're not affected by what we're affected by. So, you know, we're, every minute counts for us and every minute's intense for us. And, you know, so just, you know, having faith in God to me would answer that question. If, if it got worse for me or if I lost everything, I would then I would jump to the Job part of the Bible and, and, and stay strong no matter what happens if I lose it all or, you know, stuff like that. So, it's just, you know, I just want to say, you know, God bless everybody who's going through all this and it's not easy. You know, I, you know, you would think guys would, you know, take, uh, you know, deal with it differently because we're men or whatever. It has, I feel it has the same effect on all of us, no matter if you're a man or a woman. You know, they might, they might critique it differently because you're a man. They might have to do a little bit things differently because you're a man because some, when you're a man, you might blow certain things off, like, ah, that was just this or that. So, you know, maybe they do some stuff that might be a little bit more intense than it would for a woman. Mm-hmm. But but we're all going through the same thing, you know. And, and then, so, you know, I just want to say God bless, stay strong, uh, stay in your word because it's real. You know, that's what's getting me through music. I, everywhere I ride around, I listen to music that that's uplifting rather than listening to something that will bring you down or anything like that, and you know, and just take it day by day and be thankful every day that you wake up. You know, we're th- I'm thankful to be here another week listening to your phone call, everybody, you know. And, Thank you. And just enjoy the things that you have and realize the things that you have. And if you don't, if you feel like you don't have anything, if you're one of the ones that don't have anything, you know, you know, you have your life, you have the breath that you're breathing, you have God that's still looking over you and, and realize that he loved you enough to let you to get up today, mm-hmm. be able to, to breathe his air, to be able to witness what he created, and just mm-hmm. be thankful for that. You know, because a, a lot of the stuff that we have uh, <clears throat> is really nothing, even if they, we take it away, you know, we, we, we're still left with create. you know, our spirit and, you know, to be able to get up and breathe is there, you know, so just stay strong and, you know, I just want to say I love everybody and this is teaching me to be a different person, if anything, because before I realized this was happening, I was just on a whole nother level with myself. I still had God in my heart, but wasn't being the person I needed to be. Mm -hmm. So, in in a way, this helped me do a whole 180 of, and, and really believe because there's a there's a scripture that says you know in the last days people will act as if they serve god but they will deny his power i think i was one of those ones where i was serving them but denying his power you know what i mean so now i'm tapping in i'm trying to do my best to tap into the power of god versus just knowing scripture and, and and just believing so now i'm like okay well he says if you pray and ask for everything then you know it should be given so i'm trying to tap into that part of it Mm-hmm. Good for you, yeah. Chris. That's good. You know, stuff like that. <clears throat> so that's pretty much all I got to say. And I'm just thankful for, you know, for today and hopefully tomorrow. So Good for you. Thank you so much, Chris, for your comment. No problem.
Papa Joho will come back. He's a man of great faith, I can tell. That's beautiful. Hello, Pennsylvania. Highest level of intergalactic divine universal one love. Greetings, Honorable Sister Renata and all the family, friends, neighbors. Hello, Sister BB. How are you? (laughs) Well, I'd like to give my who I am because I'm hearing a lot. Okay, you have five minutes. Okay, very good. I am uh, Angel Lady Love, Angela Del Philly, Lady Truth Oracle, Ra BB Louise I am. That's capital R, capital A hyphen, capital B-I, capital B-I. And your first question was, where are we in the storm? Well, I've been going through this since a child. No, 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 no. Excuse me, that wasn't the question. Okay, well, it wasn't where are we in the storm. I said if the storms never cease, if it keeps raging in your life, if the, if things don't change, people continue to turn on you, you lose everything, you find yourself with nothing, your targeting gets worse, what is your plan for survival? To oh, keep I your mind see. strong. Well, um, my first my first concept of when you said it in perspective, mm-hmm. because I am a sentinel and a warner and a messenger and I am a daykeeper, a measurer, and a wuyawankin, sky medicine, higher universal, melanin-rich, divinely sovereign, divinely supreme woman of the four corners of the planet Earth, wherever I place my feet is holy ground. I am also from the bird tribe. I am Princess Golden Eagle Lady. And sometimes I see myself above the storm. Well, God is (laughs) the most high. This is a spiritual psychological, (laughs) sociological, pharmaceutical, biological, and chemical warfare. I've experienced the chemical, especially the spiritual one, and the young man that came on before me, because I was thinking, I said, oh, I wish I could follow him. I want to salute him, because he came on with what we have to be armed with our book. Bible means book. Those are our words. It was transliterated by our very enemy, but despite the various transliterations into English, it tells us where we are here and now. And uh, even in Ecclesiastics and Old Testament, King Solomon, in chapter 1, verse 9, it said, this is my transliteration, there's nothing new under the sun, but now there is because there are two suns out there in alignment. I saw them before they came into alignment. And Ecclesiastics chapter 3, verse 15 This is my transliteration, and hopefully you'll see the same thing. Everything's in the now, past, present, and future. So where are we? This is how my highest commander was able to pay for everything, past, present, and future. And the bottom line right now, like the young man said, he'll never leave us nor forsake us. He and the Father are one. They'll be in us and sup with us. And the fact is that he... Let us know all the situations that were going on 2,000 years ago. And he fulfilled the old, what we call the Old Testament. And with that, I have to always salute his adopted daddy, Joseph, because if Joseph didn't know what we know as the Old Testament, especially Isaiah chapter 7, 14, and Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, he, would not, he could have stoned Miriam because she was pregnant before he had even had any conjugal connubial love coitus copulation with her. 
but he knew that testament. And then we have the astronomers, astrologers, we call the three kings, which came when Mahai's commander was an, in, a toddler. And therefore, uh, Joseph, again, who saw my greatest, highest, greatest, grandest commander, St. Uh, no, excuse me, my greatest, grandest high commander, St. Gabriel, came to him again, told him to take his child and his wife to Egypt. And some call it the flight into Egypt. There's more to that. But back to the other variables about this targeting. Yes, they are able. Excuse and, me, Sister yes. Bibi, you have, you have less than a minute, so wrap it up. Did Please that include your talking to? Yes, it does. <laughs> okay, real quick. I can give more details, 215-769-8233. My phone rings nine times. It will record. The person would leave their name and number and let me know the best time and number to call them back. But there are some perps that are even on these types of telephone conferences, and they're the first ones to knock down truth because uh, that's their job. There are some that can even inflict that vibration. I think the young lady from Kansas or someone was talking about it, and the first man I heard talk about him being in the VA, most of the common denominators are people who have served in our service, and they are always targeted and used as experimental various situations, just like right now. Russia's in Vietnam, where my friends were killed in the jungle of, of the Vietnam War, and McNamara later admitted towards the end of the 20th century, that they had lied to the people we should never have been in Vietnam. All these wars are what we call civil wars. And right now, Russia is all up in Israel and Palestine. So Iran is not going to bomb them because Iran's nuclear plants were built by Russia. Russia's running the people out of Syria and Turkey. I note that they don't say it, but that's who's really doing it. They want people to think that the Islamic people and so forth, extremists are doing it. And the fact remains... Okay, Sister so Baby, I'm going to stop you. Okay, well, I thank you for part. this time. I thank you okay, so much. Okay, um, Cheryl, in the uh, chat room is asking if you can repeat your phone number. Okay, I think she hung up. She hung up. I have her number, though. Sister BB, are you still there? Okay, she's gone. You still there, Sister BB? Hi, I put myself on mute. Did you want me? Uh, Yeah, someone in the chat room, Cheryl, is asking if you can repeat your phone number. Thank you. It's 215-769-8233. The phone rings about nine times. If I don't answer, it will prompt into music and then start recording. 215-769-8233. May I tell her about Honorable Brother Derek Robinson has my papers? Yes, go ahead. I need to go to the Thank next you. person, but go ahead. All right. Mm-hmm. The President, Executive Director of FFCHS, Freedom from Covert Harassment, Email address is Derek with two R's, D-E-R-R-I-C-K, C, the initial C is in Charles, Robinson with one B is in baby, R-O-B-I-N-S-O-N at gmail.com. You're requesting Angel Lady Loves Documents, parts one, two, three, four. And in that, the first part is really of essence right now because they're still talking about what we misnomer as a 911 September 11th and uh, 
the other parts, you'll see a different section. Some of it, I, I can go over it with you. I have found that I had to get it copied at a Kinko. If you have email, you can send it to Kiko and they will print it out. It's better to have it printed out so you can see it. But um, I paid, what, $27.92, which actually is 911. When you take the 27 is a 9, and what, 92 cents is 11. <laughs> Quite interesting. Mm, that's interesting. Okay, I, well, I'm a numerologist also. Okay, thank you so much, okay. Wadu. Okay, thank you. And what she was saying is that she um, she created some papers called, I believe she said Angel Love Papers, and Derek has them. So that's why she was giving Derek's information. I think everybody on this call knows, knows who Derek is. That's why she was giving his information. Um, she would like for you guys to get a copy of those papers from Derek. So that's what she was referring to. All righty. I'm going to Texas. Hello, Texas. We'll have to talk later. Oh, okay, Lonnie. All right. Just start eight when you want to speak. Can't talk right now. Okay, Michigan. Hello. Hello. I know a couple of people in Michigan. I'm not sure which one it is. Okay, start eight. You want to speak? Put you back on hold. Hello, New York. Everybody's away from their phones. Hello, New York. Hi, star eight. When you come back to your phone. Okay, Tennessee. Hello, Tennessee. Hello, Anita. How are you today? I'm fine. This is Renata. Who's speaking? Oh, Renata. My name is Sarah. What was the question for today? Sarah. What is the question for today? Okay. Have we ever spoken, Sarah? Uh, We have on the other call, on the late night calls we have. Oh, okay. How are you? I I believe we have. Okay. How are you? Nice to meet you. I'm doing well. Okay. Uh, and the and the question is how how you continue if the tar- targeting continues is that correct? Yeah, basically the thought for the day was is uh, the fact that this is I could say for myself um, probably the biggest storm that has ever entered my life. I don't know about anyone else, everyone else's, but I was saying what if this storm targeting, i.e., targeting continues, um, it has continued for me so far for some years now, what if the storms never cease? What if it keeps blowing? What if it gets worse and never gets better? What if people continue uh, to fall off and and to betray you and leave your life? What if you lose everything that you love um, and everyone that you love? What if you lose all of your financial stability and your car and your job and everything? Uh, I've already done all that. (laughs) What do you do? Okay, so what do you do or what have you done to continue Um, to keep yourself strong and to to keep going on another day? Well, you know, 
I don't know that I can really answer. I'll I'll, I'll just briefly talk and, and then let you interpret. I I think I've been a target for about seven or eight years and didn't realize it. Mm-hmm. I knew I was a target at my former job, and and I quit that job making twenty dollars an hour to, uh, to get away from it, with a lot of hope that well you know that was behind me and go forward. Mm-hmm. Apparently that particular situation followed me uh, in, a, in a different friendship where I guess there was a mutual friendship there that I wasn't really aware of. And and it just seemed like things were never going right. In my, they would go right for a while, but then there'd be a lot of setbacks, a lot of stupid stuff, and I, just thinking it was just life, you know. And still moving forward until um, this past October when it really hit hard, I guess, when they decided it was time for me to know. And uh, I was just so confused, you know, about what was going on. I didn't understand. And uh, it's been almost a year, and I have I've moved uh, several times in the past year trying to get away from this. I've uh, lost pretty much all everything I had saved up, which is a considerable sum. It's all gone. Um, deeply in credit card debt at this point because of when this started uh, in earnest, I was trying to fight it and just made myself in worse shape. Um, for me, the biggest um, success through all this was finding FFCHS and mm-hmm. um, coming on the calls and listening to other people has been probably the greatest support for me. I've not lost my family um, although, you know, it's come to the point where because they don't see the things that I see and they haven't experienced, nor do they know the people that I know, they don't understand, and they just really think I'm, you know, out there. So I'm fighting that at the moment. Um, to continue, you know, I don't know. I mean, I was raised um, very religious and had gotten away from that some. This has brought me back to that. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I, I don't know. I think the only thing for me, and and I don't really see that mine's going to stop because they've been pretty, they've accused me, obviously, of some pretty nasty things that today I've got a really good grip on. Um, I think for me to continue is just um, to, to keep talking to you guys because that keeps my faith up about as much as anything, just having somebody to identify with. Right. Um, really helps, and, doesn't it? And prayer. I've had a, I've had a lot of people pray for me. Um, you know, I don't go into the whole story. I just tell them that Satan's after me. <laughs> but uh, you know, a lot of prayer, a lot of Bible reading. I too read Job. I read a lot of uh, Proverbs and a lot of Psalms because you know David went through the same thing in Psalms. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he had he had people. His his best friend turned on him. And, uh, you know, you you have to think that if God, you know, um, gave David everything that he had and blessed him so, that he has to do the same thing for us as long as we keep the faith. And, you know, I think you you get to the end of of your limits, but at the same time, it's faith that pulls you through. And I don't know that we can really do anything ourselves any better than God can do it. That's right. I agree. 
I've had people during all this push me. It's actually like they want me to get in trouble. You know, they want me to take revenge, do this, do that. I'd go after them, you know, and, and the whole time I've said, no, God can handle it better than me. God can handle it better than me. There's nothing that I can do physically to repay these people for the hate that they poured out on me. There, there's no way I could repay them for that. Even though I, I would love to, you know, I, I can't. There's nothing I can physically do to make these people stop, nor is there anything I can physically do to make them pay for the damage that they've done to me. Because God is so much better at that than we are. Yeah, and I, I keep in my mind the whole time, you know, that, that God says, this is mine, I will repay. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I try to keep that at at the forefront of my mind and forgiveness. Because, you know, maybe God's not going to pick this up until I completely forgive. And I don't think I'm there yet, but I'm trying. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I remember Jesus on the cross a lot, you know, because he was, you know, the, the way he must have felt on the cross is the way I feel a lot of days. You know, you're looking down at people that, you thought loved you and you thought cared about you and, and, and they've hung you in the worst possible way. Right. And and how what I'm experiencing to a certain degree is the same thing that Jesus experienced as a human. And so I, I think God is the only answer. And I did I did hear, um, I think it's David Icke, if you look it up on um, YouTube, he's kind of a new agey thing. But, but he has a lot of good stuff to say. And one of the things that he says is the only true reality is love. Everything mm-hmm. else is just an illusion. And mm-hmm. the, only, the only way to overcome this is just love. Right. That's true. That's true. Hard thing to do when you're persecuted, but it's possible. It is. And like you, and like you said, when Jesus was on the cross, that's, that's an excellent... Um, example because he asked the Lord to forgive them. Forgive the yes. very people who, who who put him on that cross. And that's a hard you, thing to do. That's a hard thing to do. <laughs> that's a hard thing to do. But you know, um I think this for me, no matter what they say about me, I know what I've done and what I haven't done. I know I know what I'm not guilty of no matter what they say. Right. And God knows too. But I think right. it talks this, this, everything that they do to me tells me more about them than they could ever say about me. That's true. You have a really good um, outlook on this program. That's excellent. Well, for you. let me tell you, I'm severely depressed, but I refuse to be on medications. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm hurt beyond belief. I've lost a, a 15-year relationship over ha- over somebody hating me. And... um. I've lost everything pretty much except my family and my car. But, well, you uh, know what? Just start right there with gratitude because you do have your car and your family. So many people don't have that. I know. I you know. know. So, so that, that's a blessing. So just, you know, take that and, and build from that. Well, thank you for your comment. I'm going to go to the next person, and then we're going to open it up in a few minutes, okay, for everyone. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank God for each and every um, new person. I really do. 
I think uh, targeted and harassed have been waiting for a while. Hello, targeted and harassed. Yes, Renata, this is my first call, and I'm going to talk as fast as I can so you can cut in and stop me when, when you need to because I only okay. got you five, min- five minutes. My harassment. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. Say your name. Okay, my, uh, target and arrest. I'm going to okay. just leave it as okay. that. Okay, that's fine. What, what state are you in, do you mind? I'm in the state of Indiana. Oh, Indiana. Okay. Go ahead. Welcome. I see you in the chat room a lot, but I'm really glad you called me. So go right ahead. Okay. As far as I know, my targeting started in 2009. I had a daughter that died of diabetes in 2008, and I had a daughter died of cancer in 2009. That's when I noticed the uh, harassment. I do believe my daughter that died now uh, in 2009 was targeted because some of the things she said, she was always having car trouble, and her check engine light was always on. So that's making me think that she was targeted. When the targeting first began, you notice the unsettled things about you know, being a follower. But the first thing I notice is when you go in stores or when you go out and about, you see the same people asking, beginning to ask you the same questions over and over. So listeners, beware if you go any place and you run into people that you have known in your past and they start asking you these same questions and you start to see them over and over. I started to see the, that, that was the first part of it, when the, you would see people, you know, then you go to the doctor's office, you would start noticing the harassment and different things that take place. Mm-hmm. So this goes on for a while, and you're still kind of shaky at first because you don't know what's really going on. But as time goes on, the good Lord or some of the perps, they lead you to these websites that give you good, valuable information. And once you start studying and becoming aware of what's going on, it's all the better because you know God got his hands on it. And it's nothing that they can do that, that God won't permit. So I want to really bring you back up to I'm not going to go into all of the de- details about all the harassment through the years because, like, I've really traced mine from the Fusion Center down in Indianapolis, uh, Indiana, all the way up here to the East Chicago. But it's like with this being right now under what they call that word, I, I forget that word, uh, when, it, when it's covered up, uh, what's that word they use that they can't uh, uh, classify when this is all, all underclassified, is how they're getting away with all the stuff that they're doing to us. But just like everything else that's been exposed in the past, the good Lord going to expose this too. But I want to get to the fact that when I went on this trip that I was telling you about from Long Beach, I mean from uh, Chicago to L.A. to Long Beach, it started when, it didn't start there, but I'm just going to give you some of the highlights. When I was in the Amtrak station in, in Chicago, you notice God shows you certain individuals. Mm-hmm. When I left, when I left uh, uh, Amtrak in uh, L.A., some 14 days later, the same individuals were there. But when I was in LA, uh, Long Beach, I had to take the train up to, to uh, L.A. You notice the same people that's on your, your train Regardless of the time of day or night you go, they're always there punching buttons. Everybody's punching buttons. Mm-hmm. But, but the good thing about all this is when you get to these websites and you learn about all the hand signals that they do, you learn the hand signals and you become aware of what they do. They try to put this unhar- uh, unwanted um uh, I guess you call it harassment on you to see how you would react. But God mm-hmm. has made you aware of all that so you don't go out of character on it. You just sit there and look at them. Um, mm-hmm. So what I want to say is to the 
people that's online talking as fast as I can to try to get you more aware of everything. Just beware of your surroundings because God just said, touch not my mind anointed. So they can't put their hands on us, even though they're putting their hands on us with these weapons and this all this biological stuff that they're doing and giving us heart attacks and all this kind of stuff. Because I, I have been hospitalized for they said that I had heart condition, a condition I never had, pneumonia, diabetes, uh, you name it, they say that I have it just like the rest of the listeners that not all the listeners, but some of the listeners. So the ones that's uh, aware of this, they know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying this to say to, to get to your point. What, what will I do with, about all this, Renata? Is you know, it's in the hands of God, and I, you know, I just have to believe His word that He He said that He's gonna bring us through all this. You know, it might not be the day or tomorrow, but I know it's on the way. You know, it's just that you just have to have the faith, just like your caller from our, our Arizona states, because. Uh, it's just all in God's hands. Okay, so your plan is to hold on to your faith. My 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 plan is to hold on to my faith in God. Good for you. Good for you. Um, someone in the chat room, and I just lost my screen, just blacked out here, and I had a question for you. Um, Tammy Sue wants to know what is the significance of the check engine light. You mentioned that light being on. Now, we know that that normally means, you know, there's something going wrong in your car, check your engine, change your oil, something like that. But is there a significance with the targeting? Are you saying if that keeps coming on, it just means they're tampering with your car? Or what What are you saying? That means that they're tampering with your car for you to spend money. Okay, yes. That's, the, that's one of the key things in this uh, harassment or covertness that they do, they can tamper with your car. Okay, I'll give you a good good example of that, uh, Tammy Sue. You could be on your way to the uh, emissions control if you get emissions. Before you get there, they'll mess with your car in some kind of way that your, your car can't pass that emission test, and you never have a light on until you go to get that uh, mission test. So that way you got to go get your car, uh, uh, car diagnosed, spend out money to see what's wrong with the car. Stuff right. like that. That's what that check engine light means. So if you get a check engine light, you, your car is being tampered with. You know, if your if your it's a possibility that your oil could be low or something like that. But nine times out of ten, if you're doing general maintenance, they tampering with you. Well, and I constantly get flat tires. So yes, I agree with you. They do all kinds of things to your car to keep you spending money, and not only your car, other areas of your life too. Just yeah, yeah, every other areas of your life. Let me say this. When I came back from, from okay, let me say this, and I'm going to put this on the air. I know my house is being bugged, or they got people in these house with these uh, amplifiers or however they do it. So I do say things inside the house because I know I'm in my house, and I look at it this way. If they, if I wasn't being targeted or, or, or bugged in my house, nothing I say should be heard. So I say things like, like, uh, you know, you know what, you know what I can do. Not what I can do, but like I say, a saying it to them, and I t- put it on on the air, but I'm not gonna say it out. You know, in real words, I always say K my A. You know what that means, don't you, Renata? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Be- <laughs> uh-huh. Because it's like this. This is on at this point. This is only the re- only recourse that we have uh, uh, to actually get back at them if if they actually got us booked because they know everything we say or everything we do because they got somebody, just like, like some of your callers say, just step out the door. They're already there waiting for you. You know, uh, uh, if you do go sometime someplace on the spare moment, they, they, they're there in the next couple of minutes. 
but like I say, the best part of all all is start going to them websites and looking at the hand signals. Because I, when my, I had a kid go in the bakery and get something for me, but soon as uh, they another person come out the store with their son, I could tell the way he jumped around that I said, I bet he's a a, a perp. But he, he and this woman he was with, which I think it was his mother, they crossed the street. So when when he got along by my car. The lady put her hand on their stomach, and that meant that I was stand, I was in a still position. That you know, I wasn't going no place. I mean, you can start, uh, uh, you know, understanding or picking out their signals so you know when you're being harassed. Besides mm-hmm. all the other stuff that you automatically know that they do. Right, right. That's really good information that you're giving. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Someone else had a comment. Uh, oh, Cheryl uh, Madison in the chat room said, "Thank you, Miss Target. I get hand signals all day." So yes, yeah, tell, 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 tell her she gonna get hands walking, the dogs walking, baby yeah. carriages, and everything else come up against her. Okay, I'll give you another instance, and I'm gonna put it on the air because they know what's going on, and I know it's going. It's a daycare in front of me, so sometimes the daycare worker would come out and say things, like I got a dog, I call him my boy. And then all of a sudden she'll come out and call the kid, boy, you better stop this, boy, this, you know, to repeat the things that, that you say. So it's like start opening your ears and just be aware. You you can start picking up on more things because as, as God says, they can't put your hand on you. So, but you can be aware of what they do because you you gonna feel the shocks, you gonna feel your body gonna get the vibrations, you gonna get all that. But just be aware, just just be aware of this is all I'm saying. Well, you know, sometimes, sometimes let me put this, let me put this on there. Sometimes I even give them their own signal. When they do it to me, I just do it right back. Mm. Yeah, I know what you're saying when you say um, you know they can't put their hands on you, but they do with me. That's that's their latest thing with me. As a matter of fact, I meant to mention that I went to get my hair cut at one of those. Um, it's not super cuts, but it's a super cut type place. If I could think of the name of it, I'll say it. And that is the latest thing where you know people want to touch. I call it talking with the hands. They want to touch and you know slap you on the arm and you know all of this kind of stuff and try to play it off. Well, I went to get my hair cut, and first of all, the lady patted me. I said, "Okay, here we go with the stalker stuff." Then the next thing I know, when I was turned around, she elbowed me. And I'm not going to lie, I almost, I almost lost my religion. I said, <laughs> it caught me off guard. And I said, what? It's, oh, I'm sorry, I was trying to swat a fly or something, she said. And I said, wow, these people know no limits. They, they know no limits at all. Like, they are just, <sighs> I just got to stay prayed up. I'm telling you that these people will really uh, they they push every limit. They know no boundaries, none. Let me say say one more thing to the listeners to beware of this when they do this. Uh, have somebody walking up and down the street. So I guess when when that's why I say if you in your house talk out loud, say everything because if they ever come up with this and have to put this out there, try to go against you. That way they got to make sure you know what you're saying because they got to play all the tapes. You make sure they play all the tops, not tapes, not just the part that they want to edit out because you know what you said in your home and you know what you said outside, so they got to play it all. That's why I say certain things because you're not just going to put in a certain amount. You're going to play it all. But they have people walk up and down the street. They might have a man go up and down the street with a baseball cap on that looks certain certain way, okay? Then they have the same type looking man 
coming back down the street, but it'd be a different man because you, if you look hard enough, you'll notice a little bit something different about him. So be aware of all that. So when they say, is that the same man, man that you can put in your, in your voices when you talk out that the man, they sent a man and he was this way, but you noticed this when he came back the other way. So they do little subtle tricks like that too. Well, and they have all their little costumes and those backpacks they carry. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. If they need to go stalk one person and they need to have this on, then they'll have that in the backpack. And then if they need to have that color on for the next person, they're going to stalk. Because you're not the only one they're stalking. they got a whole little stalk, you know, stalking people in that area. Um, and so they have all the little costumes because most of them have their little backpacks or something, you know, so. We don't they, yeah, they had a backpack, but I didn't know what was in those backpacks. But you needed yeah. the costumes. Well, yeah, because you know, one person they might have them sensitized with a certain thing, so that's in the backpack. And when they go to stalk me, they whatever they're trying to sensitize me to, they're gonna have that in the backpack. Then when they go to stalk you, they'll put that up and bring out whatever they're using to stalk you with. You know what I mean? It's but let me ask you this. Backpack. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this one question because I don't understand the point of this. Like, so I, if I come out and, they, and all the cars are circling as usual, so I, I go to my gate and I just stand there and just look at them. What is the point of all the cars? I mean, if you just stand there and look at them, what is, what is this supposed to symbolize? You mean passing by or doing Yeah, I mean passing by. They might have six cars coming red, then two in white. They come up the next street, uh, you know, and circle around and all this. But, I mean, I just look at them. I mean, what what are you supposed to do? It, it, it's all to sensitize you. It's all to let you know we're watching, we're after you, we see you, we know you just came to the door. It's all it's all mind control stuff to sensitize you. You know that all CNI that represents the Illuminati, as some people call them, the elite, the shadow government or whatever, that all CNI, all of this, in my mind, is an extension of that all CNI. We see you. We're watching. This is all Big Brother stuff, in my mind. But when, so you, that, stand that, there, when you stand there and watch them and let them know that you don't care if they're passing by, I mean, but what is the point at that point when you, you let them know that you're watching them? Well, as you well watching as they them, watching, watching you. you. Yeah, it's, it's just to sensitize you. It's just to sensitize you. It's to let you know that you can't go anywhere without us seeing you. You can't you can't even come to the door without us knowing that you're at the door. That's all. It's, it's to sensitize you. Some people give in to that and some people don't. Well, I say this with the Lord Jesus Christ. We can't give in to it. He won't let us give in to it. That's why I thank him and I love him and I, and I praise him. Yes, good for you. Good for you. Well, thank you for all your very valuable information. Okay, thanks. I probably won't call in again, but but uh, I will be listening. Well, you're welcome to if you like. <laughs> okay. Okay, thanks. Oh, um, let me one more thing. Um, Cheryl Madison in the chat room is asking if you can give out your number. I know that you're in the chat room as well, so if you want to give it to her, you can give it to her in the chat room. Okay, thanks. But tell her okay. now I won't be giving out my number. Oh, okay. Well, that's your prerogative. Okay, thank okay. you. Thanks. Bye. A lot of information. Lots and lots of information. Elvira? Are you there? Okay, I'm put you on hold. Yes, Sorry. Uh-oh. Hello? Yes, hello. I'm here, Renata. I was just sending out a text. 
I thought I heard Ken's voice. Pardon me? I thought I heard Ken Rose's voice. How are you, Elvira? They just got me again, so they keep me very weak. You know the situation I'm in, this transitional housing. I lost everything I own. I have my family. It started all back in my childhood. And then as an adult, I started, you know, demonstrating, protesting on issues of the poor, issues of uh, uh, the American right to work, so on and so forth. And I even told a bunch of scholars that they were like sheep in wool clothing, and then that's when my targeting really got started. I'm targeted by a reporter from Channel 10. Right. He had me beat up at a police at a Clinton fundraiser. Had a policeman beat me up. If it wasn't for the one I was talking to, you know, then the Georgia, then the South Carolina, then the Richmond, then the uh, New York, and I just been running from place to place. It's best to stay where you are, stick it out where you are, because every time you move, you lose. And then the when targeting continues. Yes, yeah, but after the lady started talking, you know, after Sister Bibi, mm-hmm. all I could think of was the Last Supper. You know what happened to Jesus at the Last Supper? Mm-hmm. When he got betrayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, betrayed. And this is what's happening to us. It's like the Last Supper. Right. And uh, I was just thinking about that and you know, all the isolation. I can't even get out of the house. I have one person sometimes bring me some food or something. Living in transitional housing, people, they want to eat on you, save their money and their food stamps, you know, and just eat up your food. And so I'm dealing with all that. Can't hardly move around, even if I have Food, okay, uh, hard to prepare food for myself. Can't get social social work or nothing, and um, it's just really hard. And you know, I'm also targeted by doctors mm-hmm. because they wanted me to stop demonstrating. I even protested the NAACP by myself, and this is why I'm asking the TIs that live in Chicago to go across the street from the Farrakhan Mosque and ask him to please talk about this issue during the the Million Man March next month. Also, the Million Women, I was also connected with them. That was a nightmare for me, too. But she called, I called and she she told me she had a roundtable with Farrakhan Mm-hmm. And that she would be talking on our issues at the Millionaire Mart. But we need both of them to do it. Mm-hmm. And she's also bringing our issues to the Pope. And he's supposed to be in Pennsylvania. I don't know when, but maybe Sister Bibi can tell us when. Mm. <laughs> but right now, I didn't even think I was going to make it to my birthday. But I did. When's your birthday? Did we mention it? Was on, 
to go on the 4th of September, and I'll tell you, I never got so many happy birthdays in my life. Oh, I'm so sorry. Happy belated birthday, Elvira. On Facebook, I couldn't even get to all of them. I mean, it was, it was, ooh. And then I can hardly even barely get on my computer. I've been having somebody been watching me through my computer now for months. I mean, about six, seven months. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed, you know, I have a laptop. I covered, I covered the, the camera when I first got it because I was, I had been having these problems off and on. And so one day I was sitting on my computer and this light almost blinded me. They wanted to let, wanted me to know that they were watching me, whoever they was, he, she, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I just ignored it. But then when I'm on my computer, you know how you can feel somebody watching you? Mm-hmm. I, I, it, it was just it to me when I knew somebody was watching me on top of spraying me and this, that, so on and so forth. So I noticed that when I move out from in front of my computer, didn't the light, you know, where you put the CD in, a green light would come on there. So there, I'm telling you all this so you can watch your own computer. Mm-hmm. And a green light would come on there. So I started blocking it so they couldn't see. So what they started doing was pushing the the thing out to see if they could knock whatever I had in front of it out. Now I put something heavy there so that they cannot push the drawer open and open it up. But uh, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm very isolated barely can get out of the house, and what they're doing, they put people inside the house to chemically spray me. This one guy, his name is Michael. He, uh, he come here like, oh, I've got this minister who want to hear this. He's a liar. And God knows what else. And now all of a sudden you're getting this, everything. He come out of, out of uh, jail somewhere. He looked very polished, his skin, like he didn't even belong here in the first place. Mm-hmm. And now, for the first month and a half, he was here every day like he don't have no friends, nobody do nothing but this sister to come by. And then on top of all that, I'm going to skip that. So you can imagine what's happening with the inside. They eat mm-hmm. up my food. You know, they hold their money and their food stamps and on them and stuff like that. So I decided I'm going to do likewise. I'm going to do the best I can and whatever I can keep in my in the room that, uh, you know, I'm going to keep it in the room, not, not to buy nothing that goes in the refrigerator. Okay, Elvira, so let me ask you a question. Did you hear the question of the day? Yes, and that's what I'm trying you, you The question is, what would you do? Well, I'm in the tsunami. No, okay, yeah. The question is, for those, because there's some other people that just joined, let me just say as well, I'll have to say it one. The, well, the thought for the day was that this targeting has been the biggest storm that has ever entered my life. I don't know about everyone else's. I'm sure other people have gone through worse, maybe. I don't know. But for me, this has been this has been one of the biggest storms 
um, and mm-hmm. it's a storm that, that, that hasn't passed. When they tell the forecast, they say the storm will be coming through and it will be here by Wednesday and be gone by Friday. Well, this one has not gone in some years. So nope. the question for the day was, what if this storm doesn't cease? What if the winds keep blowing? What if it, it gets worse, as a matter of fact, worse than what it is now? What if people keep betraying you and keep leaving leaving your life? What if you lose everything? And, and a lot of people will say they lost everything, but you still have something. So what if you even lose that? What if you have no one to lean on? What if you don't even have this call to come to? What if you have absolutely nobody? What is the plan to keep yourself going? What's the plan? What's the plan to keep yourself going mentally, financially, and every other way? What's the plan? What's the plan, Alvira? I would say keep hope alive and keep believing. If Jesus can, you know, Jesus went through a lot and, and a whole lot of other people in the Bible. And to me, we're playing out the Bible. This is what's happening. Yes, yes. yes. And, I uh, and I kind of lost my thought because they sprayed me and I, that stuff smells. It smells so bad. And it gets in my eyes. And well, I, I would just say never lose hope because, see, i got my family. All, all my friends, all my best friends is the one that led me down to that Clinton fundraiser for that reporter. Mm-hmm. I confronted him. I'm letting these people, including the reporter, I'm, get your story out. Go to wordpress.com. Put your story out there. Because I like this FBI agent. He's a TI. He's on WordPress. His name is Gerald Sobe, S-O-O-B-E. He said, no matter what, you can, even after you've gotten dead and gone, your story will be out there. That's and right. also, That's why it's important to tell our own story. Okay, I'm going to ask you to wrap it up so I can go to the next person. Thank you. But go ahead and finish your talk. I want to say, Pete and Telly, mm-hmm. please listen to Pete and Telly and, and Mr. Rose. I want to thank God for Mr. Rose because I feel like we wouldn't be where we are now if it wasn't for him. And then I also want to say to the TIs that we really are our own worst enemies. We, the the Chicago event, I already know somebody called me and told me that there was advised not to ask the people to go there. But I'm asking the people, if you want to get out of this program, we got to do what we got to do, and we got to follow our own hearts. And then look into, like uh, you said, don't just jump up and run somewhere and don't know where you're running. Because one place I went that was so bad, myself and Judy was there. It was so bad, I let Judy walk in first. Judy ended up vomiting and everything on herself before she could even get to uh, 10 feet into the place. Mm-hmm. So you got to be very careful. It's best to stay where you are and get on Facebook or whatever, join every organization, every uh, the ministries, the, the senators, the congressmen, the, and have uh, so many TIs as well. And you reach out to the people 
in your own, you know, let them know what's happening. Write your story. And that's my advice. And thank you all for listening. Thank you, Elvira. Thank you, Queen. Okay. Thank you. I'll be talking to you soon. Okay, I'm going to mute everybody in a few minutes. Okay. Uh, Let me read from the chat room. Um, Cheryl Madison in the chat room says, after listening to a YouTube video of a man who was targeted for over 50 years, I began to prepare myself mentally for a long ride. I have accepted that this is my life work, not just trying to make it to the grocery store and ride the bus with being provoked by street drama or included in mind games all day long. I have to accept this if I'm going to enjoy some type of life. If I get one smile in every day, I'm a winner. Amen. Good. You know what? To be honest, we do have to accept this, like Cheryl said, on a certain level. I I divide everything. I don't know why my mind thinks like that, but uh, most everything has a dual purpose for me. And as far as accepting, I feel that I accept what is happening to me so that I can move on, but I don't accept it on a large level, on a large scale. I don't accept it because I know I have to fight it, but I accept it to get through it. So for survival purposes only, yes, I accept it. This is this is my reality. I don't like it. I don't agree with it. I don't consent to it, but it is what it is. So I do agree with that comment. Okay, I think uh, most people had a chance to speak uh, if you were here early. Um, some people I came to and you were not at your phone, so I put you back on mute. So if you would like to speak, uh, start eight. And after the next few people, we're going to move on. Okay, so start eight. If you'd like to speak, it's your opportunity. And after I... Um, uh, talk about and read what I had planned to read for the day. Then I will unmute it, and we can just I'll unmute everyone, and we can talk. Hello, D. How are you? All right, sweetheart. I'm hanging in there day by day. Yeah, good, good. I used to listen to this. Um, uh, I used to listen to this uh, television pastor. And he he used to tell this story about a lady who who he used to go and minister to in the hospital. She was a mother of the church, an elderly lady, and he would ask her how she was doing. He said she would always say, I'm still yet holding on. (laughs) And that's how I feel. We're still yet holding on, you know. Holding on, holding on, on. that's right. Holding on, that's the best we can. Present the question again. Since, okay. since you run in the topic, because I, I want to, like, try to keep myself on topic as long as I can. Okay. So the thought was uh, this targeting is one of the biggest storms that I've had to face in my life. Um, and I said that if it keeps going, which it has for some years now for most of us, um, and, and, and not only if it keeps going, but if it gets worse, targeting gets worse, people start to leave your life even more than they already have, things just get weirder than they already are, rougher than they already are, you start to lose even more than you've already lost, your house, your money, your your friends, your everything, how do you go on, what's the plan? 
So what is your plan? Because I believe we have to have some sort of plan to stay strong mentally, physically, um, financially, All right. and, and every other way. So what's the plan? First, I'm going to come at it mentally and spiritually because first mm-hmm. and foremost, you can't have anything else work well in your life if you're not mentally and spiritually grounded, given mm-hmm. all we know and what we go through. Um, so everybody's journey is different in this program, but whatever way you spiritually ground yourself, given your... um. Your, your religious status, if you're Christian, Muslim, Jewish, whatever. Um, that's first and highest foremost, because um, I deal with direct satanic ritual abuse with my talk. And the best thing that's kept me alive is to reconnect with Christ, read my Bible when I can, sit down with the Lord, pray to him, repent for sins, your own and sins of mankind. I've been doing that lately because right now I got the New York Daily News open on uh, a web page on my screen, and I'm looking at all the horror in the news right here in New York City. And every day, I pray for myself as well as man. I have to. It's what keeps me from wanting to bang my head against the wall. Mm-hmm. And and with the V2K, they like it. That's what they want you to do. They literally want you smashing your head against the wall, jumping out of the window committing suicide, hurting another person, you know, anything that they can draw negative energy off of you, because that's what they feed on. Mm-hmm. And um, besides that, being that I'm a disability recipient, and it's mm-hmm. hard because all of us out here that that don't have anything, like Elvira, I, I, sweetheart, happy birthday. Happy birthday. I'm sorry, Mr. Birthday. And I think a lot about your situation because my V2K tells me every day they want me the exact same way they got you, except with you being in the facility, they want me inside of a lockup to kill me. So I deal with desperate V2K. Mm-hmm. And it's horrible because it's from law enforcement and military, and they tell me through the V2K it's them because of my family background. But anyway, I'm going to stay on topic. Uh, ground yourself spiritually whatever way you can, because they feed off the pain, and they fry us up, they cook our bodies, they hit us with all types of telemetry, all types of all types of um, signals and telemetry just to, you know, feed off of you. Like, we're in the Matrix. Like, before they pulled Neo out of the, um, the what do they call it, as a node? That's how they look at us. Matter of fact, that's a, a specific term they use. We are human nodes in this artificial intelligence system in this world that they created in symmetry. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be dealing with us as such. It's sad. You know, so for, for me personally, the best thing I can do, and I, I, I throw out to the whole audience, spiritually ground yourself because they're going to make it worse. They promise us they're going to make it worse. And no matter how bad, they make it, I know my elders, especially being Native American, me digging into our history, looking at the Trail of Tears, and the Battle of Wounded Knee, and then for the African Americans, you know, everything, the, the, the 
testing they did on the brothers in Tuskegee. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about all of that. That's what they want to do. That's what they've been doing with my community up here in New York. So grounding myself has been the best thing I've been able to do to keep myself alive. So, you know, I throw that out to the point right now. Thank you, Dee. Thank you very okay. much. Okay, let me know when you open back up the call because I know there's other people that want to talk. Yeah, it'll, it won't be long. Okay, okay thank then. you for your comment. No problem. Okay, California will be the last person, and I'll move on to the topic. Hello, California. Oh, I'm just saying a quick hello. It's Cindy in Sacramento. Hey, where you been? How you doing? Hello. Um, fighting the fight, fighting the good fight. Um, I got a non-renewal for my living quarters, so uh, for my apartment. So you have to uh, move? Yeah, of course, because oh. they can't get to me with double-pane windows and stucco. It's oh, very difficult for them to get to me. So I kind of knew that could happen because they want to get me into, you know, an older um, type of building so they can play. And um, I'm being forced to go one particular place. Oh, uh, I what it is is uh, there's an international hub near, nearby on that mm-hmm. same street where anyone can fly in. They actually have a bus that comes in at night, and so anyone can access that street at any time. Seems so. It's not funny, and I have let the mayor know, and I let the police know. You guys, I have a a, a good report is a cop that helped me long ago in the year 2001-2002. She let me know that she remembered me and she was a dispatcher. And she let me know that I was a good person. She let me talk for about 10 minutes on the dispatch line. And she also gave the sheriff's name and his number so that I could get um, a concealed carry uh, license for certain reasons. And um, in front of her um, coworkers, and it's all recorded, so, you know, the police chief, I've called his office like five times. We have a brand-new minority, first-time minority um, police chief who, who happens to be black. Now, they had Mexican, they had a few, uh, you know, something else, but, I mean, um, supposedly this new police chief, y'all, he has um, looked into home invasions in North Sacramento, okay? He calls himself a specialist about it. I'm trying to give him a chance because I had a friend that lived out there who let me know that she was being stalked, that let me know what was going on, and that she knew people, you know, there were games being played in the building, you know? She never slept in her bedroom. You know, nurses know about this. She was an RN. I have a number of nurse friends. So they know about this program. They know mm-hmm. about it. So that's that's all I got to say is that this nice cop, she gave me her badge number, and she reminded me who she was, and she says, you know, Cindy, you're a good person. And I really needed to hear that that day. 
No, that's good. So, Cindy, um, it sounds like you have to move and, and you're getting targeted pretty hard. Did you hear the question for the day? The question was, what if no, things, what if, what if uh, things don't change? What if the storms never calm down and, 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 and it starts flooding on you like it sounds like it's doing? Uh, what's your plan to keep yourself strong and to keep going? Well, I have a love, and that's God. So um, I'm trying to hold on. I'm trying not to doubt. And um, I have some friends who are not afraid of this, particularly. Mm -hmm. And um, I might go on the mission field. And I'm wondering if these people would follow. I'm thinking that they... Has anyone ever gone um, into ministry or into any devout um, situation like are you a, uh, what do you call, um, monk, um, Buddhist, anything where you've gone to other arenas instead of living out in regular housing, regular citizenship? I'd like to ask that back to the the group because... I think they'd be pretty dang desperate to follow me to uh, somewhere that I'm thinking about going. My minor, one of my minors has been... Let me answer answer that, um, Cindy. I I have not gone away on a mission. I have not gone away on a religious mission, um, but I have gone to seminary Bible college. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I was targeted there worse than I have been targeted at any other school I went to, and I've gone to several. I was targeted yeah. very bad, very badly there. That was my own experience. But, again, I haven't gone away. I didn't stay overnight. I didn't go out of the country or the state, but I did attend a seminary school, and it was a nightmare. Why Why is it that they want to, whether it's about, or regular, you know, life? I mean, I can answer my own question why they want to get us in, uh, what do you call, dormitories and, you know, multiple housing units. Have you heard of multiple housing against crime, managers against crime? No, I have not. Look it up. Look that up. Um, I, I would imagine it extends into other businesses. There's community solutions. I guess a TI in San Jose got someone to admit where they were getting money, and they were it was under the mayor's office. Mm-hmm. The targeting, some of it was coming from there. Anything with solutions, that's what I found. I went to look at a, a property, and the man, he opened up later and said he was part of property solutions. And I looked that up, and it does deal with the FIB, if you know what I mean. So it's like infraguard, infraguard. So this stuff is like layered, and I don't, I don't want to talk too much, but I just throw out information. Um, okay, well, thank you for your comment. I, I hope things get better for you. I really do. Well, um, I think it'll be a rare person that I could rent from, you know, that might not know, but once they do know, they make a choice, you know, whether they're going to be viable or if they become a target. Some people they do not mess with. There are a few people here and there that they will not touch because they're, you know, untouchables. Um, 
And and we have friends like that. You just gotta dig. You gotta dig. But if this if it keeps on going on, I mean, I agree with Sister Elvira. It's part of the the end all be all story of life, and we're just poisoning the planet too much. We're doing too much. It's not gonna last with what we're doing. It's not gonna last. So, I just to stay positive. Grab on to any family you have that are still left and your friends. People that are enlightened. I do agree with stay where you are and go and get on Facebook and other things like that Um, Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of people who won't even come on these calls that are there and they they love us and they're TIs and they're not. And WordPress is a good suggestion. I do agree with that. But bless everybody, and please pray for me because I could put in an investigation. They seem to want to draw that out, Renetta, and I don't know if I should do that, if I should go on with the, the paperwork. Remember I told you about that? Yeah, I, I don't I know. You have to decide that. You know, just pray on it. Because I don't want to be pulled into anything stressful. They tried to do that, you know, and I was just like, no. Yeah. And uh, yeah, because it's a way to drain your health and what little you got left and whatever. Mm-hmm. But love everybody. I love you guys tremendously, okay, and I mean you. that. I'll be praying for you. Thank you. Okay, thank you. I want to put you back on hold. Yeah, we go through a lot as targets. We have to ask God for direction because it is. Um, it's so difficult. It's so difficult to know who to trust. And uh, like Cheryl says, she needs to move. And how do you find a roommate? And it's a lot, a lot to deal with. So I wish you the best with that, Cheryl. I mean, Cindy. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say Cheryl. Cindy. Okay. So uh, we're going to move on. Um, I did have a topic I wanted to bring up today. And that is uh, directed energy weapon which we don't talk about a lot here, but I uh, definitely know that uh, most of us are being assaulted with directed energy weapons, so uh, it's a good thing to to, uh, to know about it, to learn about it, and to understand that most of us are being assaulted with directed energy weapons, and there are many different directed energy weapons, so I plan to cover uh, several of them over the next couple of weeks, okay? I was one of those people that was so heavily stalked and still am, as you guys know. But when I first discovered I was being targeted, all I saw was people stalking me everywhere I went, police stalking me, people following me, people harassing me at the businesses, at the grocery store, at work, everywhere. Um, Stalkers, 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 and I still get that to this day. But when people would ask me what kind of targeting I received, I would say stalking, gang stalking, organized stalking, community-based harassment. But I would never say directed energy weapons because I did not think that I was getting um, the weaponry. I thought of the weaponry as people who um, said they were getting burns on their bodies, I remember seeing uh, one of the first YouTube videos I saw, which I can't find a video for the life of me now, but it was a young lady, and she was showing how her body was being manipulated. It was almost like she was a puppet on a string. It was amazing. I had never seen anything like that. 
And in her video, she was saying that it was the directed energy that was doing that. And she was having all these involuntary body movements. And she was standing in the middle of her living room floor, and her arms were literally moving like, what do you call those things? Like Pinocchio was on that string. That's how her body was moving. And you could tell that she was not pretending at all. And she was saying that that was a result of directed energy. And then I learned about people getting voices in their head that mimic schizophrenia. And they would say that they could clearly hear other people talking. Um, Most of the people said it was more than one person talking in their head. So that's what I thought of as directed energy. So when people... Uh, directed energy weapons, excuse me. So when people would ask me, I would say, oh, no, I don't get that. I just get stalking. Well, later I learned, and I'm still learning, that I believe all of us uh, get directed energy, maybe not in the same way, but it can affect many things, not just the voices and uh, the body manipulation and things like that, but as we had uh, Jami on the call a couple weeks ago, and she was saying how her entire body is being modified. She'll wake up, and her body looks totally different. Her head uh, is round one day and elongated the next day, and she's thin one day and gains more weight the next day, and and her body is being manipulated. And there are other people I've heard say that as well. Also, these weapons can affect your sleeping patterns. Many people have insomnia. They cannot go to sleep. Um, they can manipulate your emotions. So there's many things that these weapons can do, not just the things that we mainly hear about in this community. So I um, have changed my thoughts on the weaponry. I, I, I realize now that I, too, am being assaulted with these weapons. Um, there's something that happens to me in my sleep. Uh, I feel like I'm being pinned down. I can't breathe. I feel like I'm being strangled. My entire body locks up. I cannot move my body until my body is released. My mind is woke. I can hear everything. I can even see sometimes, but I cannot move my body. I believe that to be directed energy weapons. Um, There is something called sleep paralysis, and it describes exactly what I described to you about how I feel like I'm being pinned down, something something or someone is sitting on my chest, they're strangling me, they're pinning me down, I can't move. That is called sleep paralysis, but I believe that it is directed energy in my case and is being mimicked, just like the Schizophrenia is being mimicked. The V2 is really V2K, but if you were to report it, they'd say that it is uh, schizophrenia. Well, this thing that I go through in my sleep, if I was to report that, they would say that it is sleep paralysis. But I believe that it's directed energy. I have no proof, but that's what I believe. I've never experienced that, you know, until all of this began. So I think we all are being um, assaulted by directed energy. So it would benefit us to learn more about it, even if you're one of those people that think that you only get stalking. Okay, so I'm going to read this article. And this is on um, this particular weapon. It's a sonic weapon. 
Okay, and let me tell you which website this came from. Uh, Newworldwar.org. Okay, so the introduction. A variety of high-powered sonic weapons exist spanning the infrasonic, ultrasonic, and audible ranges. Because they are weapons which direct sound onto a target and sound is energy, they can be considered directed energy weapons. Okay, so any weapon that uh, directs sound onto the target, um, because sound is actually energy, then it is considered a directed energy weapon. And this sound that this article is talking about, it can be below the hearing range. So it could be like subliminal sound. You may not even hear it out loud. You can, depending on how how high they turn the frequency up, but a lot of it you can't even hear directly, okay? These weapons produce both psychological and physical effects. They include highly directional devices which can transmit painful audible sound into an individual's ear at great distances and infrasonic generators which can shoot acoustic projectiles hundreds of meters causing a blunt impact upon the target. Infrasonic generators can cause negative emotions such as fear, anxiety, or depression. Okay, so the lady who was saying that she's depressed earlier in this call, it could be due to these weapons. See, we don't think of that. We don't think that we're having this extreme fear or this extreme anxiety, which I used to experience all the time. You think it's just happening naturally, which it very well can. I'm saying that because of all they do to us, of course, you know, the fear and anxiety and depression, all that, you know, can come. But also it can be induced by sonic weapons or directed energy. Okay, so fear, anxiety, or depression, as well as biological symptoms such as nausea, vomiting, organ damage, burns, or even death. Now, I've I've come across a couple people's blogs where they show their burns. Oh, my goodness. Really bad. Really bad from the directed energy. Um, There's another target that has pictures on her website of varicose veins, if you guys know what those are. They're veins that pop out. Really bad. This person's is really bad due to the directed energy. So these weapons can cause great damage. Um, even things like the vomiting and the nausea, which we don't often think about when we think of the directed energy. Okay, so dependency, uh, depending, all of this can happen depending on the frequency and power level. Most of these weapons function between the frequency range of about 1 hertz to 30 kilohertz. These frequencies occur within the following waves, extremely low frequency or the elf, 1 hertz to 30 hertz, super low frequency or SLF, 30 hertz to 300 hertz, ultra low frequency or ULF, 300 hertz to 3 kilohertz, and very low frequency VLF, which is 3 kilohertz to 30 kilohertz. Within the elf region, the spectrum Uh, excuse me, within the elf region of the spectrum, there is a type of sound called infrasound, 
which occurs between 3 and 20 hertz. Infrasound is usually not heard, but it can be if the power level is sufficient. Next, audible noise begins for most people from about 20 hertz up to 20 kilohertz and occur between the upper elf and the B, uh, excuse me, VLF range. Okay, so the audible noise means at the point uh, which you can hear the sound. Okay, so this article says that it's about 2 hertz to 20 kilohertz where you can actually hear the sound. Ultrasound begins in the VLF range at about 20 kilohertz, just above human hearing. Another sound factor is power, usually described using a unit of measure called a decibel. Decibels are used to measure the power of audible and inaudible sound, both of which produce effects. Any sound begins to become physically painful at about 120 decibels. Okay, so if they have the frequency very low and they're um, aiming this directed energy sound weapon towards you and, is, and the frequency is very low, it may affect you a little but not very much. But if they turn it up to 120 decibels or more, it's going to be very painful. So... When Renita was saying that she's being pulsed and uh, was being pulsed last night and she's having all this pain, they probably had the weapon up to 120 decibels or more. That's just cruel, but they do it. Although at lower levels, it can cause discomfort. At about 130 decibels, it becomes unbearable. Okay, so... In this chapter, words such as intensity level, power pressure, and decibel are all used to describe sound power. There is a um, another sound weapon, and it's called the LRAD. If you guys remember seeing the riots in Ferguson, Missouri, they used that LRAD uh, directed energy to disperse the crowd. I remember seeing that on CNN. I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere. If you want to look it up. But they aimed that weapon towards the crowd, and the people couldn't take it. They they were in pain, and they left. So they used, They definitely used these sound weapons. Okay. Uh, the next area is resonance. All of the chemical reactions in the cells of living organisms are caused by the electromagnetic oscillations, pulsations, and vibrations, which are collectively referred to as vibrational frequencies. All physical matter is vibrating at its own vibrational frequency. Resonance occurs when a connection is made between a source and a target, which are vibrating at the same frequency. Okay, so the source is the weapon, and the target is you. That's basically what this article is saying. So once the source latches on to you, the target, you guys start vibrating at the same frequency. They have latched on to you, okay? So when this happens, the material becomes joined and are said to be resonating. So once this weapon latches onto you, it's joined with you, and now you're resonating with this weapon. It's locked in. It can do what it needs to do. 
Once resonance has been achieved, an energy exchange takes place on the surface of the membrane of each cell. So it latches on to every cell in your body. If the source of energy is more powerful, it directly impacts the targeted material, resulting in a biological reaction. Both infrasound and ultrasound are capable of producing resonance. This link can be established in the audible or inaudible sound ranges. A natural example of this harmonious synchronicity is frogs that sing in chorus. Mechanical examples include the pendulums of multiple clocks on the same wall, which all swing in the same manner, or the string of a piano, which vibrates after the same note is played on a nearby guitar. Okay, so to think about how this resonance works and how the uh, directed energy weapons latch on to you and to every cell in your body, it has to all resonate and, 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 and come in sync together. So if you think about, I'm sure you all have seen how, um, as I give the example here, how you can have a clock with a pendulum and all the pendulums are swinging in different directions and then all of a sudden they start to synchronize and they start swinging together because they've locked in to the energy of the next clock. So that's how that works. That's how these weapons lock in and resonate with you. Both infrasound and ultrasound are capable of producing resonance. This link can be established in the audible or inaudible. Oh, I think I just read that, sorry. Um, some organic or inorganic objects can function as resonance chambers. These objects are usually enclosures with a small opening. For instance, a glass or bottle will act as one. On a larger scale, the chest or abdominal area, abdominal area of the human body functions as a resonance chamber. Even an entire room with an open door or window can be used as a resonance cha uh, chamber. Sound can be used to shatter or explode objects after resonance has been achieved. Resonance can be induced electromagnetically by an infrasonic pulse generator, which can establish a link. For instance, to a person's inner organs by resonating in their chest area. Okay, so they can, they can um, get these directed energies to resonate in your chest area, to just sit around and latch on to the organs in your chest, and it can cause inner organ damage. Okay, once this connection occurs, the power level of the generator can be increased, which will automatically transfer the energy to the person. Latches on to you, they turn the frequency to the frequency that damages your organs, and that's it. That's it. They've done their job. Okay, if the power level is moderate, the person may experience pain in the chest area or their, their organs may vibrate. Increasing the power level will destroy the organs. Okay, infrasonic and ultrasonic weapons. Infrasonic and ultrasonic generators, also called emitters and VLF modulators, are weaponized devices consisting of a directional antenna dish, which can send an acoustic pulse 
to a general or specific area. In 1972, France was using infrasonic generators, which operated at 7 hertz on its civilian population. And by 73, the squawk box was used by the British Army in Northern Ireland. It was a directional weapon that could target specific individuals by producing audible sound at about 16 kilohertz, which turned into infrasound at 2 hertz when it coupled with the ears. In the early 90s, Russia had developed a 10 hertz VLF modulator capable of targeting individuals over hundreds of meters, causing pain, nausea, and vomiting. It was adjustable up to lethal levels. Okay, it can just kill you if that's what they want to do. Um, since at least as far back as 1997, the U.S. DOD has had an interest in creating generators in the infrasonic and ultrasonic ranges of 7 hertz and 20 to 35 kilohertz, respectively, which can cause these effects. Such a device could also target the brain. These changes in brain frequencies can, ca uh, can uh, cause changes, excuse me, cause changes in the brain chemistry, which then influence thoughts and emotions, okay? So your thoughts sometimes are not your own. That's one thing targets do need to understand, that sometimes the things that you think they can be implanted thoughts, sometimes your emotions are not your natural emotions. They are a result of directed energy. Furthermore, transmitting directed energy using an exact frequency and modulation will trigger a precise chemical reaction in the brain, which in turn will produce a specific emotion in the targeted individual. Infrasound. Infrasound occurs within the ELF range from a few hertz up to about 20 hertz, which is the lower limit of human hearing. Normally, the power of sound rather than frequency determines the pain and damage threshold. However, from 1 to about 250 hertz, the pain or damage threshold seems to increase with frequency as well as power. So, within this range, if the power level remains the same, but the frequency is increased, more damage can occur other than that. Uh, other than that, power is the critical factor which causes the damage, while the frequency determines what type of damage occurs. Okay, so very important to understand that. The frequency, we talk about frequencies a lot in this community. They turn the frequency up, they turn the frequency down. Okay, the frequencies are going to determine what type of damage. So if they want to hit your chest area, as this article said, they would they have a frequency for that. If they want to give you migraines, which I used to get debilitating migraines, terrible, oh, I can't even, whew, yes, thank you, Lord, that I survived those. But there's a frequency for that. Anger, there's a frequency for that. Okay? Cancer, there's a frequency for that. Whatever they want to do. Liver damage. Heart failure, frequency, okay, certain frequency for that. The power determines the damage. 
how hard it's going to be, okay? How severe, how much pain you're going to be in. Okay, infrasound travels great distances and easily passes through most buildings and vehicles. So when we talk about shielding, you know, some people have found effective shielding, um, but it's probably going to take you trying a lot of different things before you find a, a particular shielding that works because these uh, weapons can travel through um, buildings and vehicles, and people do get hit on the road with directed energy. I've heard people say that, you know, when they're traveling in their cars or on the bus. Um, it is normally sensed by the ears, but at high power levels, it can couple with the body and be felt as vibration. Natural examples of this include avalanches, earthquakes, volcanoes, and waterfalls. Okay, all of those are, you know, they, they feel vibrations or you can see vibrations before avalanche happens. You can see it vibrate. Before an earthquake, you can hear the rumble and see it vibrate. Same thing with a volcano. Okay, whales, elephants, hippopotamus, and rhinoceros use infrasound to communicate over great distances, which include hundreds of miles for whales. An electronic example would be a large subwoofer. Infrasound is said to be superior to ultrasound because it retains its frequency when it couples with the human body. From about 100 to 140 decibels, infrasound causes a variety of biological symptoms dependent on the frequency and power level. Basically, the higher the power level, the greater the damage. The effects include fatigue, okay, that's something that I suffer from, extreme fatigue. Pressure in the ears, I get the tinnitus. Um, visual blurring, drowsiness, imbalance, disorientation, vibration of internal organs, severe intestinal pain, nausea, and vomiting. Higher power levels can liquefy bowels. Okay, you can just have a person be a person that has loose bowels all the time. That could be weaponry. Um, and resonate the internal organs causing death. Infrasound can also cause feelings of pressure in the chest, choking, irregular breathing patterns, and respiratory incapacitation, okay? Let me scroll down. High power, low frequency sound from about 30 hertz to about 100 hertz causes the following biological effects. Fatigue, blurred vision, bowel spasms, pain or damage to internal organs, Feeling a fullness, you ever just felt full all the time, just bloated? It could be directed energy weapons. Um, chest wall vibration, difficulty in breathing, difficulty in swallowing. I've had that often, actually. Um, choking and respiratory impairment. Infrasound causes a variety of psychological effects depending on the frequency and power level. It can cause the following. Loss of concentration, you just can't stay focused. You just can't concentrate, okay? Uh, disgust, apathy, sadness, depression, fear, anxiety, and panic attacks. 
Okay, so those severe panic attacks I used to get could have been weapons on top of, you know, the stalking and stuff. These transmissions, says John Alexander in his December 1980 article, The New Mental Battlefield, can be used to induce depression or irritability in a targeted population. According to the Acoustic Weapons Perspective Assertment article, which appeared in the Volume 9, 2001 issue of Science and Global Security, infrasound can produce localized earthquakes. A large room within a building can act as a resonance chamber to upset the foundation, causing miniature earthquakes. Okay, actually, that ended the article. Um, so I really uh, took interest in this particular article because I think it, it, it um, described these sonic weapons very well. And I just want for the people who think that they don't get directed energy, maybe you heard something here that helped you to understand that maybe some of what you're going through could be a result, not saying that it is, but it could be a result of um, directed energy. It really could be because, as this article said, this can affect everything from um, blurred vision to imbalance, you know. Some people think they have vertigo or something like that. Uh, You may have some internal organ issues. It, It could be this. It could be this. You could have blurred vision, um, tired all the time. That's me. Could fall asleep any moment, just tired, just tired all the time. No matter how much rest I get, I'm tired. Um, the anxiety, the panic attacks, the breathing. You know, you might have irregular breathing, irregular heartbeat, all kinds of things, all kinds of things. Once this weapon resonates with you, locks on, to to your frequency, to your body's frequencies, and to the cells in your body, they can have a field day with you, which they do with many targets. Okay, so I thought that was a really good article. I'm going to be talking more about directed energy in the future. All right, star eight if you want to comment on that article only or directed energy. I will move on. We'll open the lines. Hello. Hello. Hi, Renata. Uh, what is the name of that article, please? Who's speaking? Oh, this is Christina in California. Hi, Christina. How are you? Fine, thanks. Let me get the name of that article for you. It is called, hang on one second. Mm-hmm. It's, called, it's called Sonic Weapons, but I'll give you the website. Hang on. Let me put it in here. Do you get directed energy? Okay. I do, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'll give you the website. It's www.newworldwar.org. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. And that was the sonic weapons. Okay, great. Thank you. That was um, really good. It was information that I needed to know about because I do get all of what you described. Yeah, I think many people do, but we just don't realize that it's, you know, the direct energy, especially the people who get the stock, and I think we focus so much on that that we don't right. realize that other things are happening to us as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it explains a lot about changing brain chemistry. Mm-hmm. So that's why um, so many people would be on bipolar medication and psychotropic and all of that type of thing, because it probably um, um, balances the brain chemistry from the damage being done by the weapons. Yes, 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 I agree. I thought this was one of the few articles I read that really broke it down and explained it very well. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, so we can do further research from what we learned there. Mhm. Did you want to say anything else? Um, no, I was just um oh, I did have another question for you. Have you ever seen any information um I know about the technology being um infrasound and ultrasound, but I've never seen any diagrams of what to look for um because my house is wired, and I uh, realized a long time ago just what you said about frequency matching, that mm-hmm. the house matches my frequency, matches the car frequency, because mm-hmm. they're all wired. Is this the same kind of, ge- um, is this the same kind of um, technology where they have a generator and a receiver, like the house may have a generator? And then I may, I know I have implants, but the implants would be the receiver. Is that how that works? It it sounds like it. From my understanding, it sounds like it. Um, The article described a resonance. It needed a resonance, and it described that anything could be a resonance. Like you said, your car, your house, your, you know, uh, anything. So, yes, it sounds like the same concept to me. Okay. So that's like a resonance generator. Yes, I believe that. Is that so. right? Okay. I believe so. Because mm-hmm. I get the ultrasound really bad, and it does uh, feel like what you described, and that is that it could blow things up very, very easily, blow something up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, uh, check out their website because it has a lot of information on there. Okay. I'm- going to be reading from that in the next couple of weeks. Sure. Great. Great information, Winata. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll put you back on hold. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Christina. Hello. Sister Renata. Yes, hi, Sister Bibi. Did you have a comment on the article that I read? On the article Mm -hmm. emphatically, because I studied all these electromagnetic fields. It's around us everywhere. We are electrical beings. We are electrical beings. That's number one. Number two, uh, 
yes, there are these outside electronic devices that these perps, these degenerates are using, the fallen ones, and then their little minions. They showed on 60 Minutes some time ago about these satellites and how penetrating they can take pictures and know and count the amount of money one has in their pockets. But more emphatically, uh, when you mention ultrasounds, remember many times these doctors, especially if someone says, "Oh, my back hurts," they get the ultrasound, and it does not heal. It can burn the very muscles and everything else in the person's body. Add that to the fact we have a natural vibration that is increasing. I had heard at the end of the 20th, 20th century an, a high chief astronomer, Caucasian one, <laughs> that was on, um, I call it electronic news media, uh, national in the morning, mm-hmm. and he had said that the universe is expanding which correlates with the fact that our frequencies are increasing. Not only the earth, the earth is ascending also. And that means the vibrations are increasing. And the reason why these perps try to touch, this is some of the first assaults that I started paying attention. And I said, I'm not going to shake people's hands. In fact, my people never really used to shake hands. We put our hand over our heart and bow our head gingerly, not all the way down like the Chinese and Japanese and different ones do. But we never used to touch. We have different vibrations. Our children are being told, oh, let's give a hug, people that they don't even know. We've got to stop that. And we've most emphatically got to stop calling our employees the government. There are governmental agencies that are our employees. We, the people, must take our rightful stance. They use my tenets for the Declaration of Independence, the consent of the governed. That's us. And once these perps are hired, they're not supposed to practice their party's agenda. But back to these vibrations, there's a natural one happening too. We cannot discount our ancient ancestors are here. They're invisible. There's an interaction with interdimensional beingness. We must not be afraid. And I hope I said this already, but if it didn't, all mankind made medicine causes side effects. Psychotropic drugs? That mm-hmm. is emphatically no healing there. None of their, in fact, China, remember, they have sent counterfeit drugs over the counter and prescription drugs. They showed also in 60 Minutes how this little Chinaman was sitting in a one-room apartment putting this That's a derogatory, wait, 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 hold on. That's a derogatory term. They don't, they Which do one? Like to be Which one is China, derogatory? Chinaman, they do not like to be referred to. Oh, excuse me. What, do you want yeah. me to call them a mongoloid? Well, because there's they, only they three types of people. There's wait, only wait. three. Excuse me, Sister Bibi. They refer to themselves as Chinese people. Not okay. Chinese. Let me tell you, in anthropology, and uh, I can get into more details, there are only three types of people on the earth. I'm not including the ones from other planets right now. Negroid, Caucasoid, Mongoloid. Okay. And if you go to school, I have sat in those classes. That's how they go. They're described. Well, in fact, there's no what? such thing I, as a I black actually, person. There's no such thing on. as a yellow person I'm, nor a red right person. Right now, we're talking about Chinese. Okay. Well, you are we are talking about Chinese. I'm it, saying it, how he was in this. He was putting this aluminum foil when the 60 minutes analyzed a pretty little capsulette in a in a punctured what do you call those blister type packs. 
very expensive looking. When they analyzed the yellow that made this tablet yellow, it was the very yellow paint that people paint the streets with, and it had lead in it. Okay? The other variable is that we are being duped to think that when we hear, I heard you mention tendonitis. That sometimes can be from your very ancestors giving you either a warning or information to stop, pay attention. Let me show you. Do you remember the little cartoons, uh, not cartoon, it was a, a sitcom, and these beings were supposed to be from another planet. They called the third planet from the sun, which is Earth. And when one of the guys would get a, a, a message from the big head, he'd hold his arms up. Do you remember that? Did you ever sort see that? It, it, was, it was fun. And you believe it. Many of the things they were saying was more truth than, than fiction. And these are the introduction. If you start paying attention to the children cartoons, they're incorporating interdimensional clones, which the clones go ba- way back to to chapter 2 of Genesis. I won't give any more details. This is what, and then chapter 3 is why there's a Bruce Jenner now, whatever he, she calls himself. But moreover, the bottom line is we are ascending. I heard someone talking about death. In uh, John chapter 10, 10, it says we're supposed to have life and have it more abundantly. Even Thomas Jefferson put that in the Declaration of Independence. Mm-hmm. Add that to the fact, John 11, verses 25 and 26 I'm transliterating. My highest commander said, those who die will live again. Those who live will never die. Believe thou this. Also, the other week when you were talking about plants and the trees were uprooting, and I heard a tree fell in California, a little girl, just as I think it was just this past weekend or the, during this week. For Yosemite. That was at Yosemite. It fell on uh, two, two little girls, and that was the week after I came back um, That's right. from camping there. And when I was there, I saw the trees swaying. You could see, you could literally see hundreds of trees swaying. And that's and I knew, I knew it was just a matter of time before some of them fell. But yes, they fell in their camp of two little girls, and they died. Well, uh, Matt, and, and this was even after you had spoken. You had said mm-hmm. that two weeks ago. I'm trying to say there was another report since you had told uh-huh. us that the other week. But at any rate, Matthew chapter fifteen thirteen. Uh, we, he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father hath not planted shall be rooted up. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then also we have in Matthew 15, verse 5, it talks about the two witnesses, the Father, the Holy Ghost, and the Word are the ones in heaven, and, and they are one. And on earth, the Spirit, the water, and the blood, and they are one. But moreover, let's see. Matthew 7, verses 21 and 23, this is why even in a church, just because someone goes to church doesn't mean that they're all that. Not everyone that saith, Lord, shall enter into heaven. Mm-hmm. And see, mm-hmm. our thought, words, action, deeds, and intent are monitored. These people are using electronic devices. And I heard someone talking earlier, and that's when I, you may have seen my button come on, she said how I watched them looking at me and this is happening out there, but we've got to go inside first. This is a spiritual warfare. And when we are not afraid, perfect love casts out fear, 1 John chapter 4, verses 17 and 18, I like to say. The bottom line here is that we are getting help. 
and we can call on help. My highest commander said, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, not going to be open unto you, even if it was written, transliterated by uh, Shakespeare, whose pen name is really Francis Bacon or something. The bottom line here is it is an acronym, and it spells ask. And that's how we go inside ourselves. We can counter these sounds. We okay, can, wrap it up, uh, the death, oh, let me okay. give you what you were talking about, the decibel sounds, because they're using okay, this on the up, children. Wrap it up, please. Wrap okay, up. real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, um, subliminal advertising. Look under businessdictionary.com, subliminal advertising. They use the, the decibel sounds, and I don't know if you've ever heard of these sounds that they have at stoplights now. You hear birds chirping and something. They'll claim yeah. it's to help blind people cross the street. I had investigated it before my eyes had been assaulted. I talked to a man who was a president of a blind association, blind from birth. He had a fit. He said, that doesn't help blind people. So I further investigated. I found out that youth, especially between the ages of 8 years old of age to 26 years of age, can hear certain decibel sounds within decibel sounds that adults and children can't hear. So that's what that's about. And they can hypnotize using the cell phones, iPhones, iPads, computers, but remember, all batteries explode. Don't put these things and become so addicted you put them under the pillow. They will cause fires. In addition to that... Okay, Sister BB, I'm going to go to the well, next Well, I, th- I want to honor you for that, for that, uh, what you just read, because that is what's up. But the, remember, there's a natural vibration. The earth is ascending. They're trying, and they are putting nanotechnology. When I heard someone say someone touched their arm or their back, they are putting these things in to give people heart attacks. And the only yeah. way you can conquer it is to go within yourself and ask for help from your ancestors, Believe me, you're going to see more interaction. The dimensions, you will be able to feel the people walking past you. I have some of that information in my Angel Lady Love documents. But trust me, and Mr. Ike, he, I sent him okay, the full-fledged the paper. Well, he's taking some of my sayings, and he's not man enough to give me credit for it. Okay. So, thank you, Sister Thank you for letting me get that in. I'll call you because someone wants me to give you um, their phone number, okay? All right. I'll give you a call. I think I still have your number. Let me see if I still have it. I just gave it to you. Want me to give it to you? Oh, okay. The, the, yeah, okay. I thought I had it. Yeah, wait. Let me just check it. Yep, I have it. Okay. I'll call you and give you her number. All righty. All right. So if nobody else has any comments on this, I will open up the lines and we can just do what I call TI talk. Okay? We can just talk. Just, I just ask that you keep it brief and um, talk um, one at a time and no arguing because there's nothing to argue about. This is supposed to be a support call. Not arguing. <laughs> We're not doing that today. All right. Anybody, go right ahead. Go ahead. Hello? Yes. Hi. Hello? Yes. I can hear you. Hi, Mr. Nas. This is Antonio. Oh, Antonio. Hey, how you doing? I'm pretty good. How are you? I am good, thank you. How's the family? Hey. They're good. They're doing all right. They're doing all right. Good. It's good. tough, but we're, we're keeping on, you know. Um, Very good. I just want to just chime in. I, I got to your call late today, and uh, mm-hmm. I just wanted to ask you about, did you happen to look into those California laws we talked about? No, I'm sorry. I have not. I have okay. not. Remind me what I was supposed to look at, please, because honestly, I can't remember. I'm so sorry. Well, they... 
they strengthened the um, remember what I told you they strengthened the laws for uh, when a pedestrian has the right to uh, film a cop. They made them oh, stronger. Oh, right, 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 right. You were going to give me the information, but I didn't yeah, get it I by the time to. I got off the phone with you. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, exactly. And if a cop does shoot a pedestrian, he cannot be um, the he cannot rely on the grand jury. The grand jury will not get involved, you know, because sometimes they step in to um, you know exonerate that cop, whatever, whatnot. So they just strengthen up those laws for California people. Do you have a website or, or article you can point me to? You know, I have to dig through it. I haven't. Uh, I've been away from my computer uh, this week, so I'll have to get back on it and, uh, and find that for you. Oh, okay, sounds good. Um, and Tony, let me ask you a question. Did you hear the question for the day? You probably didn't no. because you, um, you said you, you came later. Um, no. I was saying if, if things never change with the targeting and, and if it in fact gets worse, um, what is the plan to keep yourself going, to keep to stay strong, to to keep um, moving forward in life? I believe we have to have a plan in place. So I'm wondering, do you have a plan? What, what do you plan to do to just, just keep yourself strong to survive all of this? You know, just stay grounded in reality. You know, mm-hmm. you know, don't let them ruin your reality. You know, they're the they're, they're the masters of perception. You know, if you just stay grounded in your reality and you know, pretty soon you'll start picking up on everything that they do. You know, and once you do that, you, you know, it's just our nature to kind of adapt. It's, it's, it's a terrible thing because, you know, sometimes I feel adapting, you know, enables them, you know, like I'm not fighting. But in reality, adapting to it is just going to give me more strength to fight. You know what I'm talking about? Um, uh-huh. And, you know, if you have any kind of relationships with anybody, you know, I can't even stress how strong that is. You know, my situation, I have my wife, I have my kids, you know, so whatever's happening on the outside world, I can always go back to that for, for a sense of strength, you know, to help me deal with everything else. And it, it, it could be just like, because they want to isolate you from everything. You can get like mm-hmm. this, I don't care if it's like a dog that you can love every day. You know, you just need something to love. You need something positive to fight this. You know what I'm saying? And spiritual, I mean, that's wonderful and yeah, that's that's all I can pretty much say. Just you know, just don't let them, don't let them, you know, don't let their perception ruin the reality. You know, that's it. Good for you. Very good. Good advice. Very good. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Anybody else? You guys, the lines are open. Everybody's unmuted. You guys can just talk. You yeah, don't want to talk because that was one right week until everybody spoke. All right. Um, my purpose is going to make it a special week for me, and I have to do my best to deny the master of the deception. Thank you, sir. Um, I forgot your name, the gentleman that just spoke, because Antonio. you just make a lot of sense. Antonio, thank you for that. Because um, basically what right. you just said was the same thing I told Rihanna earlier when she presented the um, the topic question. And it's basically to ground yourself and adapt to the change that they put us through because this is a part of their program. They feed off of extreme fear, and they will do everything in your world. You know, I think what's helped me a lot is to go back in the Bible study and to get closer to God whatever way I can without being in an organized establishment like being inside of a church. Even though I miss church, 
I do. I miss yeah. going to church. I miss. I don't miss the politics and the control and the things that they're doing under the church roof of many churches because, you know, it's become an organized show to get people in. And, you know, I, I can go down. I'm not going to go down that road right now, but that's a whole other story. But the reason I say this is a special week is I just checked the calendar. At the end of the week on Friday is September 11th. And yeah. up here, being that I'm in Brooklyn, New York, they're going to be running all the um, memorials. But also, for me personally, on Tuesday, yeah. there's a memorial of my aunt. And I'm thinking about that, too, because uh, my aunt was killed out here by her perps. And mm-hmm. I've had it proven to me how far they're willing to go when they target you which is, you know, literally to um, have somebody wound up enough to kill you. So grounding has been the best thing for me because I have a lot of stuff going on here with my targeting and the type of people that keep me involved with um, just trying to stay grounded. Uh, I'm going to ask you something. How do you deal with when they're telling you when they threaten you through V2K, through the silent sound, they're threatening to harm your family members. How do you deal with that? Uh, well, personally, I, I know Mr. Mouse is coming. It's, uh, you know, just ignore it because they're just trying to get you into a negative place. That's their job. They just want to get you in a negative frame of mind. If you wake up and you're doing something, something positive or if you're going through your day, they want to distract you from your day. They want to pull you in. They'll use anything they can to try and pull you in, you know, they'll electrocute you, they'll uh, they'll they'll burn you, they'll irradiate you, they'll threaten you, they'll they you know these people, come on, man. You they study your weaknesses they study your weaknesses and they try to use it against you. Right? So they know that family is there to everyone, so they'll use your family to try and use them against you. You know? Okay. Now Antonio I'm going to present this to y'all because one of the perps just said it, and I hate repeating what they say, but, you know, let's talk about it. i got family that works with DHS. My mom just retired from being a civil servant at prison guard here in New York City. She was also active with the cleanup for 9-11 when they were sorting the body parts. And now me being a target, a big target, especially if – you sat down and dug for many years about what happened downtown and realized that it was just a huge false flag. So now, being that I have this type of targeting where they extrapolate against my memories, against their falsehoods, and they extrapolate against what, um, you know, my other family members do. Basically... I'm targeted from all sides. I'm not saying personally my blood family is doing it, but they have a level of involvement because of the type of jobs that they've had. So now what I have around me with my V2K, they constantly tell me, yeah, we're the sheriff, we're the police, we're NYPD, we're FDNY, we're everybody. And they are. They tell me every day we're everything and everybody, we're the family. This is what I get every day in my head. They tell me, you effed with the family, la familia. 
their satanic family. Can, can I ask you? Can I ask you a question, man? Mm-hmm. If you don't mind, what do you do for fun? What do I do for fun? What do you do for fun? I think you, you sound like you're ready for a funeral, or you just sound like you're just so. I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm inbound. I'm inbound, and and basically, what do I do for fun? Yeah, man. It's not really fun, but I sit here and watch watch these podcasts to educate myself. I really oh. don't have that much fun in my life because you, of you, the level of targeting I have. Well, brother, you need to find some fun in your life because you sound like you're just down in the dumps and you just make sure you're not enjoying it because some people, some people might just enjoy being, uh, being, you know, into this thing because they they have a reason to complain. I think mm-hmm. you should find out that life is not forever. And you only have so much. And you have. Said real quick. And you have I don't know. One at a time. And you have a certain amount of life. Don't waste it always thinking about this targeting. Go and have some fun. Do something. Find out something that makes uh, puts fun into your life. You know, a lot of a lot of people that I've been listening uh, to on these things, they they make this the center, the apex of their entire existence. I'm not saying that don't don't realize what your what's what your situation is. Just don't let it control your life. I'm not, I'm not hearing some people here saying that. You know, this this blah, blah, blah. All they're doing is they're just concentrating on the targeting. It's the center of their entire existence. You need to stop, number one, and you need to find some fun. Find some things in your life that make happiness, makes you smile. You know, would be a very healthy psychological, spiritual way to uh, increase uh, yourself as a human being, my personal opinion. Let me, did you, when you were asking that question, did you, did you say, Antonio, you were, you were wanting me to chime in on that? Uh, yeah, I think I think he thought Jerome was was you, Antonio. Oh, did he? Go ahead, go ahead okay. and comment, I'll, Antonio. Okay, I was going to comment on um, what he said about everything that the B two K system tells us. Right? It's not low battery. It's going to be laying again. Okay, if, someone, um, please mute your phone. I can hear a female again. It's not low battery. Why so I put it? Okay, on. let me try to find that noise. Go ahead, Antonio. Okay. Well, I was going to say was um, I'm going to have to jump up. Break if, Whatever they're sitting there telling you in B2K, you you have to understand. Hold on a minute. Okay. Because somebody's doing that purposely to interrupt. No, 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 wait. I'm trying to find them. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm trying to find them. Okay. Go ahead. ahead. Finish what you're saying. No, I was going to say, whatever they're sitting on B2K, right? You have to understand, right? All the threats they're sitting there making, they have the resources to end this any time that they wanted to. The question is, why don't they end it? Why would it be beneficial for them to keep telling you about this, about the family, about all this kind of stuff? Exactly. That's what it is. Like, my instance, I don't get to V2K, right? But when I'm driving down the street every single day, there's a car that wants to just torpedo right in front of me, just wants to go like as if it's just going to do a head-on collision with me. Every single day this happens to me. Every day. You know what I do? I keep my eyes straight on the road. I don't veer off. I don't care what they're doing. I keep driving straight. Because if I look, then I might react. You understand what I'm saying? That person's yeah. life's on the line just like my life's on the line. And I know that I, if they want to take me out, they can sit there and do it any time that they want to. That's right. That's what I'm saying. The, 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 it's the perception. The perception is what they're after. They're after your perception. They want to turn your reality into their perception. You understand what I'm saying? Keep yeah. your eyes focused straight and keep going the path you're going. That's the only advice I got for you. 
No, and I thank you for it because it makes a lot of sense. That's good advice, Antonio. Good advice. Yeah, because yeah, anybody, anybody that deals with extreme V2K, you know, yeah, I get extreme V2K. Well, you know what? Um, not to be <laughs> offensive, not to be offensive for anything me or to anyone who gets V2K, but I think that it gets to that extreme point because some people entertain it. I don't believe mm-hmm. in entertaining any of that. You know what I'm saying? I, they they try that stuff. I don't respond. I don't listen. I I I I start singing church songs. You know, I, I just don't entertain it. Some things you just cannot entertain. And if you do, it's going to continue and it's going to escalate and it's going to get worse. And that's why it's to the extreme level. You know, because I think that's what Jerome was driving at earlier. Yeah, if they get a good emotional reaction, they're going to suck it to you, baby, because they enjoy it. They want to see you miserable and whining with your lower lip quivering. But you know what, D, is not us attacking you um, because obviously I'm saying to you that I believe that it has gotten to the extreme level because you're giving attention to it, you're listening to it, you're you're talking back to them, you're considering what they're saying or whatever, okay? You're giving attention to it. But it's not personal to you because obviously I'm doing the same thing with the stalking, and that's why they're giving that to me heavy duty. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, I must be giving that some attention, or any of us who are getting um, the stalking pretty heavy, we must be giving that attention. So whatever, wherever they can catch our attention, that's where they're focusing. So they have you with the V2K. They they couldn't get me with the V2K because I'm not listening to that. I'm I'm just not. I'm gonna give them a scripture or something. But and, and, and obviously, obviously, I paid attention to the stalking because they they give it to me pretty yeah. easy. Yeah, so, I, I, I I'd like to relay a message that um I don't know it was about a week ago and uh, I made a comment about a silver caravan that was stalking me because uh-huh. okay then they noticed that I well obviously I noticed the silver caravan. So what they did, about 40 minutes after I, no, no, five minutes after I made that commercial, uh, that made that comment, that um, they started stalking me with silver vans. Everything was a silver caravan that started stalking me. It was totally stupid. It was totally amazing. Because I gave attention to that one little detail. They tried to magnify it to suck me in to try and get a a stronger emotional response, and that's what they do. Whatever you do and pay attention to, they will suck it to you 10 times harder. And if you notice, they'll suck it to you 20 times harder until you cease to exist, man. It's just well, they feed off of it. They feed off of our emotions. They look for emotions. Okay, let's see what I can say in his head that is going to get his attention. Ah, that got his attention, so let me keep going with that. You know, that, that's how they do all of us, all of us. You know what, too? And I, I meant to tell you this. I'm also in recovery for substance abuse, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I used to be on cocaine and methamphetamines, you know, and I'm, I'm going on five years clean now. So they, Congratulations. You know, they, Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, they, it's a part of my targeting program. They do all of this for response because being that I'm not on those drugs, but I have to take other drugs to stay alive, and it's a constant fear-mongering because this is how they get us. And I don't mind talking about it because, you know, I'm 
uh, I have HIV AIDS that I have to deal with, and I've been dealing with it for over 20 years. So um, they run a full program on me. And a lot of times it's fear response because I've had to see a lot of my friends painfully die. And they work that out, and they love to get that fear response off of me. That's why they keep pumping the CTK at me, get me riled up, because it don't take much for anybody that's got cancer or AIDS to, like, literally collapse from within because of fear, and then your immune system is shot. You know, so, and, and uh, you don't you don't need the stress of all of this. So you want to really keep your stress level down. That goes for all of us, but you know, particularly with what you're going through, yeah. you know, you don't you don't want to deal with the stress because your immune system is already compromised. Yeah, you know, but the, 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 the whole game is to try to um see the thing about it is is like for a lot of us they want to get our homes, our placement, whatever our grants, our money, I'm on Social Security. So, yeah, of course they would love to get me off the rolls, get me out of this apartment. Just do anything possible like they've been telling me, yeah, we're going to get you caught up. I'm almost that apartment. We want you out all day long. I'm like, well, I'm here and I'm going to be here. And I try not to communicate with them. But the V2K is so loud, they pump it through everything. they got the elf waves running through here. Sometimes I don't notice it, but other times it's just drilling you so you can't sleep. The vivid memories, the vivid dreams, the burning in the sleep, the sexual manipulation. I don't know if any of y'all go through that, but um, it's really dude, nasty. Dude, 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 listen. Yeah, I get the, I get the, uh, I get the Bluetooth uh, communication. Okay, I get the sonic, uh, the ultrasonic. I get that twenty-four. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Okay, you see what I'm saying? And I get the uh, I get the radiation. I get that twenty four seven. Do you dig what I'm where I'm dealing with here? Okay, and I get the uh, the electronic shock. I deal with the uh, the attack. Yes. All parts of my body, dude. You dig me? Okay. I don't concentrate on it. I'm not saying that I'm not going through stuff. I do not give it any energy or any power because the more you give it, the more they will multiply it. You dig? So what I'm saying is. Put your mind on something else, okay? When I'm when I'm talking, it just, it, I'm going through it too. I just don't complain about it, you know. I get a lot of this stuff that's on the list here, dude. I don't deal with it. I don't let it suck my energy. I don't let it take me down to a lower level. I don't I don't let it decrease my humanity. I just deal with my life, and I, I put a lot of fun into my life. I won't let these scumbags win. These vampires, these scumbags, these feces. I won't let them do it. Okay, so if you concentrate, if you, the more you concentrate on it, the more it's going to multiply, dude. Okay, that's all I'm trying to say. I'm going through it. Trust me. Okay, I'm not just blabbing off of the mouth. I am going through real no, stuff. No, 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 it's big brother. And, sure. I, and I'm feeling you for it because I like the way you present yourself. Because, you know, there's times I do feel like I'm whining. And I came out here, and I'm going to be honest, I came out here a little bit to whine. You know, I waited my time. This is the forum. You know, I did the topic in the beginning, so now. Just whining a little I, bit. I don't, yeah. I don't call it. I don't call it mining, though. No, no, no. I but this is my brother you know right what? here. But listen, I like I the way you brought that. No, I call it processing, and I think mm-hmm. it's perfectly okay to process. Because I'm one of those like you, know you. I need to talk about. Mm-hmm. I like the way he brought that though, because you know, for some men, they were taking in offense, and I'm not, because you know, there's times where I do need a brother, a sister to grab my hand. It's like, listen. Stop whining. You're not the only one going through this. I'm going through it, too. 
And then when I hear other people's stories, it's the same thing I used to do in NA and AA. You know, matter of fact, I was on Joe's call last night. I mean, um, Derek's call last night, and there was a, um, a female from the military telling her story. And mm-hmm. you think, I'm on, and she was whining, poor thing. Amy, Amy, yeah. You know, so anyway, um, thank you for that, because I do everything I can to keep my mind occupied. I don't go outside as much, which I should. But, you know, I, I have things in my apartment to do to keep me occupied. It's just sonic garbage gets on my nerves. Enjoy well, life, thank you man. for your listening. You only have one. No disrespect intended. Enjoy your life, man. Whatever yeah, yeah. You, embrace it's it. a journey. <laughs> it's a journey. And once it's done, it's done as far as I know. I don't know. You know? Now we energy. We're going to keep moving on. Just not in this vessel. Mm, that's true. I can do yeah. that. All right, anybody else? You guys want to say anything? Go right ahead. The lines are open. What's on your mind? I'd like to say something. Yeah, go ahead. Can I talk? Yeah, go ahead. Remember, Michael, what I was telling you about? The reason the landlord came right after, not long after I finished talking. Mm hmm. Come here with some paperwork that she wanted me to sign. Mm-hmm. That's how virus is thinking, everybody. Mm-hmm. So I'll be out in 30 days. I said, what do you think I want to stay here? I said, don't you know I'm trying my best to get up out of here? I mean, it was just, just. You have to leave in 30 days, Elvira? That's what she, she gave me a paper and she wanted me to sign. I said, I ain't signing nothing. Why I do said, you have to leave? What did she say? Why do you have to leave? I told you the purpose. Uh, but what reason you. did she give? What reason did she give? Because I called the police. On her? Oh. Because they spraying me in here. Oh. I said to her, I said, you didn't say that when he called the ambulance and five or six policemen showed up there. At least four of them, okay? And then when Michael called, at least four, I said, so you got to give me a better reason than that. And I said, and besides, this ain't nothing to fight over here. I said, see, you're talking about the window. I cracked the window. I said, yeah, because you put a lock on the AC where we can't turn off the AC. And I said, and when I'm sleeping, that AC go off. You know how the AC go off. Mm-hmm. Having house, we're living in a moldy place like this. You got to have some air. So yeah. I have my fan going. So I said, come up with something better than that. I said, because you see this house? I said, it was as sick as I am. Everybody in here, they drop stuff on the floor. They do this. They eat up my food. They do that. I don't call you and complain to you about that. Oh, God, it's just so. These people keep Elvira moving, you guys. Elvira moves a lot. I feel so bad for you. This is terrible. Tell me the real reason why she's doing it. I told her I wasn't signing nothing. But this pig sign ain't worth it. Me trying to stay up in it. I'm so trying what to get gonna, out of it. What are you going to do? Keep doing what I do. Keep praying and putting my story out there and hope. But you have to look there. for a place now? Do you have to leave or what? I can't even do that. I'm isolated. I have no help whatsoever. <laughs> Don't you not, have not whatsoever. Worker? I have a little help. No, no social worker, no nothing. Oh, I thought you had a, a caseworker. Nope. Can't, well, I don't even have a doctor. 
Because every time I go to the hospital or to a, I never had one. Yeah, you did, Elvira. Oh, you're talking about the person that got me in that, you know, uh, that that person that, 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 that wasn't a case for her. Um, do you have a computer? Yeah, she does. She has a computer. Well, then you could start searching for some places that you would be approved for, I would think. Well, you know, the, you know. The, the reporter that got me in this mess, mm-hmm. I should have a voucher. I have a voucher. They just took it. You understand? Even the judge told them what they did was wrong. Criminal. But them, CI, or you can't get nobody to do nothing about nothing. Did they tell you that you did something wrong or that the other people did something wrong? No, she yeah. just, you know when somebody always putting bugs in your ears and it gets you out of place for me, I told her, I said, you better watch the dog that carried the bone. That's what I told her. Yeah. Anyway, she said, she said, in the end, she said, you need more time. Don't worry about it, Elvira. Hmm. I said, you think I want to be here? I said, who do you think cleaning up behind these nasty people in here? I said, they sit there, that one, the Michael, he sit there on the couch eating, and when he he get up, you'll swear a two-year-old just left. And he don't get it up. He leaves it. Well, maybe you don't belong there, you know. I don't, and I'm working on it. Yeah. So let let me ask you guys a question. Let me ask you guys a question. As a uh, person, that's, as people who are targeted, is it better to have roommates or to live alone? Because I've heard both. I do know targets that would prefer to have roommates because of the safety and when they leave their house, their house is broken into and all of that kind of stuff. So is it better to to live alone or to have a roommate? For just, I'm just throwing the question out there. Uh, I'll, I'll answer that first. It's um. It's- you just got to watch what kind of roommate you get. It's just like a CI, and it's, you're best off being alone, you know. It's um, it's best to have, like, a roommate, someone that can watch your back if they're, like, a CI. But if it's a perp, that could be worse for you. A TI could be just as bad as a perp, trust me. Yeah, well, some of yeah, them are my perps are always going to You might have something develop where it's the same person or, you know, they and then they go after both of you. But, uh, you know, I, I, I would think maybe with just someone who's a reasonable person and, yeah. you know, maybe um, helping with an older person or if you can do it or just, you know, a compatible, a compatible roommate. Yeah, well... Even if you were living in the house with your husband, your sister, your brother. When I was in, in living on that golf course with my son and my grandchildren, they had my grandchildren doing this to me. But so, you know, you understand? Elvira, it seems like if you had a smaller, you don't need all those people. I think you get, it's too much to have like six or eight or ten people living with you, you know. Yeah. Well... You know what I, I would think I would be an ideal situation? You know what I would think would be a probably decent situation for a TI is to rent, like, um, you know how they have the little houses in the back of a house, and sometimes people rent those out? 
Something like a duplex, maybe, or something like that, where you don't have... in that situation, too. It's just I've got to get this media guy off my behind. That's it. Only well, thing until that happens, me is breaking my story. But listen, until that happens, you have to live. You still have to live until that happens. Yeah. Yeah, well, what God intends, no man can put a sender. And that's what you got to believe and, you know... And, and just keep hope alive and do the best you can with what you got. And that's what I do. Yeah. You know, and that's what we yeah. all have to do. And we all have to be in TIs. We have to, have to not try to hurt each other. Most of my perks are TIs. You understand? How does that come to be? You mean they bargain with one another or? Um, oh, you don't want to know, honey. Oh, I think I'm I get it. I think story. I think I get it. It becomes fight for survival or something. It's a, and then it, it's a, a, some of it is jealousy, and some of it is because I'm not. I mean, you could be too educated or uneducated. They'll find some reason. Mm-hmm. Well, and and, 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 then, and it depends on everyone's type of targeting too, because. I've been around the type of paranoid, very paranoid TIs, and they mm-hmm. think that, that you're out to get them, and so they start to turn on you because they think that you're, you know what I mean? I've been around those types. Yeah, and then the regular people, they're going to always find, your first going to always find somebody in your situation, and you have to figure out how to get out of it. You understand yeah. what to do about it. And what I do, I write about it. And now I write about it on Facebook. Yesterday something more beautiful happened to me. Uh, now right. I've been I've been on T I on Facebook almost about eight, nine a year, whatever, on Facebook. And I saw one of my relatives on there. And I wouldn't Facebook them because of I'm a, because of what I'm going through. And do you know when my birthday came, he sent me a happy birthday, Auntie, you know. And that was the most beautiful nice. thing. It was like the heaven gates opening up. I have faith, and I'm going to keep my faith. You understand? Oh, nice. That's what we all Good have to do. And then Good we you. have to help others. You understand? You got to do what you can to help people, not hurt people. And that's what I do. That Tyrone do thing, that went on for 10 days. And believe me, my, I was on my phone from sun up to sundown. I get up like 8, 9, 10 o'clock in the morning, go to bed 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Is he out on now? Phone. Is he out? Yes. 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 But you Good. know what happened? What? Well, no. Tyrone drew myself and Jamie. Anything we try to do, certain people try to stop it. And so somebody put that on his Twitter that called Secret Service to come after him. What, what is someone they had that had Secret he, Service? Somebody on went on his on his uh, Twitter account. Yeah. He, we had talked to Derek oh, about I him heard going it right. and it, he to didn't Washington do... in the first place. 
Yeah. But nobody showed up. Nobody showed up to be there with him. Mm-hmm. And to Tyrone, that's how he escaped his targeting. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Ain't nobody yeah. perfect. But that's yeah. what he does, and I appreciate it. And as long as he out there and I can do something to help him or anybody else, I don't care who you are. If you want to get out there and you you want to do, do a demonstration, send email it to me. I will post it. And I will try yeah. to but see the thing about me. Uh, I've got somebody out there who no matter what I do, they sabotage me. Well, so they did release him, though. The hospital released him? Twice. He's okay. And they're not forcing him to take drugs? No. Because and Kelly, Mr. Rose, myself, Margaret, and, and Renata, and a whole lot of, whole lot of people calling the, calling the hospital. So much so that they wouldn't even allow Tyrone to even talk to his own mother or even call out. Twice they did that to him in in those 10 days. Mm. They knew he didn't put that on there. But the mental hospital said that they had to keep him there as long as Secret Service told him to, and that's what they did. And finally, they knew that he didn't. Somehow they realized that somebody did that. Good. And they released him, and he's okay. So someone looked into it and found out he didn't do it. Right. So now, myself or Jameen, we don't want to tell nobody nothing. Because every time we do, we're sabotaged. Mm. And that's wrong. So what we got to do, we got to clean up within. We got to expose the wrong that's going on within our, you know, within our own circle. I'm going to tell you how they do it. Avari, you hear me? I hear you. Okay, for everybody out here, this is what they do, being that I get advanced V2K and remote neuromonitoring. We are all under remote neuromonitoring. They can see through our eyes. They monitor our thoughts. Now, Tyrone probably had a work group of TIs on him. And one of those people in that work group had all his passwords just by them remote neuromonitoring his brain and key logging entry all his passcodes. Mm-hmm. It don't mm-hmm. take much for any of them to get on your site because they know everything about us. They know all your passwords. They've watched you type in your passcode, and they listen to you think about every character you type. Yes, I so know, what's because to that's say, happening to me, too. I know. I know it does. They wait until we get active, until we want to do some activism. And so what they'll do is say, like, you want to go protest in front of one of, uh, one of these establishments? They'll wait till you get right outside and protest, and one of those perps will log into your account, put something disgustingly fictitious on your account, and then now you've got medical services approaching you wanting to take you into custody but because they me, access your account. Me, I'm not trying to, uh, to just, that, that may be possible, that, that, that is possible, but in That's this case do. here, that is, that is not what's happening, trust me, uh-huh. I tell you. Otherwise, I wouldn't tell you that. And as PIs, and we know all this stuff, we yeah. should know better as PIs. But when I say 
that I'm targeted by TIs. That's what I mean. I know what you mean. I've had it happen too. And they Excuse use me, I'd like that. to ask you a question. Excuse they me, use I'd like to ask you a question. They that we're TIs as an excuse to do what they do. And that's Elvira, 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 Charles yes, has yes. a question for you. Let Charles I'd like to ask a question. Yes. I like, Go ahead. Okay, okay, as far as um, the guy Tyrone, okay, okay, it's found out that, um, okay, he was put he was put in this institution based on false charges. Is he mm-hmm. going to do anything? Is he going to do anything as far as a suit? This is why I'm telling you all to keep an eye on the Pizza and Telly show. Even Pizza and Telly was called in the hospital. They refused his mother twice. They wouldn't give her any any information whatsoever. To answer your question, Charles, uh, yes, I heard that he is pursuing the yes. lawsuit. Okay, that's good. That's good. Uh, I, I'm going to put everybody on mute. So I'm going to put everybody on mute for a second because I need to find you know. that buzzing sound. Somebody's phone has feedback, and I'm going to put everybody on mute. So I that's a car that. door sound like. Um, I don't know, but it's annoying. I think they're pressing my phone. I don't know. Excuse me? I think they might be pressing my phone. I'm not 100% sure. Okay, I'm just going to mute everybody so I can find it. Yeah, do that. Okay, you guys who are muted, you can go ahead and talk. I'd like to wish a happy new year to Honorable Queen Mother, Sister Elvira. I'm praying for miracles for you. You are a miracle, Sister. She brought me to the FFCHS. And uh, I don't know how she's maneuvered all, only in the name of Jesus Christ, has she maneuvered up and down and across the nation. And now again, even on the same day that we're talking, someone brings you papers? Unbelievable. But I I know we're going to have miracles. You're a miracle worker. God, the Most High loves you. And you are a high-level queen mother sister. I'm so grateful you're my sister, but I wish I could do more to help you. And it's unbelievable all that you're going through and you're able to help others. Thank you. Stay strong, my sister. Oh, thank you. I'm praying for more miracles. Great for me. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you all, Barbara. I love you so much. I love you all, you and all the others, too. Oh, yes. You're great. That's how we're going to get out of this. Oh, yes. Thank you for staying strong. We have to show unity. Yes. And if you wouldn't have... Once we show that unity, we will Mm -hmm. get out. And if you wouldn't have experienced these homes, these households where people are able to get money off of people and then present them any kind of environment... And and look at the ones that you've had to see that couldn't say anything or was afraid to talk. Oh, yeah. So it's just yeah, yeah. your experiences. Uh, I'm sad that you have to, but we have to know these are what they will be judged. 
This is judgment time. This is a temporary format we're in. We're going into an eternal format. Everything that they're doing, and this is why my highest commander said we have to love our enemy. That doesn't mean invite them to dinner. It means we don't turn around and wish this on them because judgment, as the other people were saying earlier, vengeance is the mind of the Lord. Lord. Don't forget Romans chapter 12 and Romans chapter 13, but more emphatically, there's going to be this is all for a reason. And like the lady was saying earlier, Psalm 105.16, I think that's touch not my anointed. And we wrestle not with, with flesh and blood. That's Ephesians chapter 6.12. So these words we put out there, and they transliterated it, not thinking that we'd ever really get to see it again. And we are here. And trust me. It's all about life and to have it more abundantly. We've got to stop the shaking of hands and the bumping of fists because everyone's on a different vibration. Some of the things we're doing to ourselves when we go into these places that have all of these, uh, even in a CVS, what are those called, the electronic device to go through to see if the magnet, uh, see if someone has a weapon or something? I, I, I get sick for three days every time I have to go into those kind of places. So, and then the ones that's on the airplanes and so forth and so on, all those electromagnetic fields that Sister Renata brought to our attention. We should look up, I've been trying to get, I used to have the spectrum of light and the spectrum of the electromagnetic fields that Sister Renata talked about. Zero for that one. Huh? So then you can see visibly because we, we have to stop eating this microwave food. That's on that spectrum. Microwave is just like radio waves, and all of this is it's in competition, and we are electrical beings. And it's accumulative. Dr. Delbert Blair says eating ra- um, ra- what is it? microwave food is like eating liquid radiation. It accumulates in our body. So some of the things in sitting in front of a computer all day is not so good either, unless you have one of those diodes that he talks about. I'm not familiar. But moreover, we've got to pay attention to what we do that can help the perps. We've got to be careful of all this electronic devices that we wear on our person. Because these lithium batteries do explode. But Honorable Queen Mother, Sister Elvira, stay strong. It's going to be a miracle. And was it Sister Amy? When you're talking about Richmond, you're not talking about Richmond, Virginia. You must be talking about Richmond, California, right? That was some kind of laws were passed? I didn't hear about it. Yeah, they're talking about uh, Richmond, California, where Amy has worked. Amy and some others, I would say, have have worked with um, their city council members to ban the, uh, the use of uh, directed energy weapons in that city. <laughs> Well, that's good. Now, what that does is set a precedent. So if anybody can, I, I don't have Internet nor a computer, but anyone that has the availability to get what it says in that law, they can take that and read it to us, and then we can determine within each one of our cities how we, because most of these cities like some other city to start it off. Do you see what I'm saying? And that's called setting a precedent. So well, even though it's with, only with in Richmond, that is good is that they don't get corporate um, backing. They get no corporate funding, so 
They don't have city, people sitting on their boards telling them how to allocate the money and things, uh-huh. so they can do things like that. But these other cities, um, they, they're in bed with the corporations, and the corporations run everything. However, more people are waking up, Honorable Sister Renata. Remember, that's what this is about. We're waking up. It is written. We, we're not all going to sleep. And where is that? Is that in, is that in let's see, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, starting with 50? All will not sleep. I don't know if it's there or in uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. It tells you that with a shout or something, read that. And how often are we supposed to pray First Thessalonians chapter five seventeen without ceasing? Everything that we do is a prayer. And the most high reads our thought word Well, you know what, you are right, um, Sister BB, more people are waking up. Mm-hmm. Um and I think even more will wake up once people once we continue to get the word out and to continue to expose this crime, which is why they target us so hard because they don't want us to expose it because people are waking up. But once people start to understand that what's happening to us can, is, it will continue to happen to them. Yeah. You know, because it is happening to a lot of them, and they don't even know it, but it's happening to everyone on the level of the chemtrails and things like that. But when they they realize that the personal attack that is on us can also be on them Mm -hmm. and their loved ones, you know, the more they'll get on board with what we're talking about. Trust me, they'll see it. But I, I don't think we're, it's our duty to try to force them to understand. Now, that if you can get a copy of that and read it to us, I really assure you we can have that in hand to go to other places, even our, our uh, states and commonwealths, and then our federal government agencies. We have to understand these people are not supposed to tell us what to do. They're supposed to ask us what do we want and need. And they're not supposed to practice their party's agenda. They're supposed to become nonpartisan. We have more than a two-party system. We are a democracy, and we have a democracy, and we are a republic. It has nothing to do with the Democratic Party nor the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. So, and all of the things they're doing, it says in the Declaration of Independence, they're supposed to get our consent. They haven't been doing that. President Obama is doing executive orders and presidential orders, so he doesn't even have to ask Congress. Trust me on that one. Yeah, I think he's done more executive orders than any other president. That's right. So he doesn't have to ask, but that George W. Bush is the one. And remember, if he steps in Canada, he will be arrested. He's done. What do they call it? International violations? And he's still playing games. He thinks he's cute. Well, and Deb Bush must think that we're absent minded and and uh, police. You know? And see, I'm indigenous to this country as the most of us are and the bottom line is they made especially the ones on the reservations, which mostly have been adulterated but we won't go there. They have they don't even know their languages anymore because they forced us to not use our language. So why, how are these other people coming here and forcing us to use their language? Mm. Yeah, you got to dig it to dig it. <laughs> Does anybody understand where I'm going with that? Yes, we do. I love you, Sister okay. Okay. Queen Mother Elvira. I, 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 I would like to say something to the group about you, Renata. Okay. Renata goes in front of her every, she never misses it. And whoever's near Renata, someone needs to join Renata. When I was in Richmond, I called TIs into 
Richmond, and Renato was one of them that sang for Amy Anderson. And I know that you all, you and her have your, uh, you know, go there at the same date, the same date and stuff. So somebody needs to start uh, going with Renata, and Renata can make the same changes, better changes, that have been made. But you can't do nothing alone. So please, if if you hear my voice and you're near Renata, when she go in front of those commissioners, whatever you call them, go with her, please. The more, the merrier. Thank you, Roberta. And you know what? It's always better if we can go with people, you know, and that goes for any of us, even even where you are. That that goes for anyone. Uh, You know, we're more effective when, you know, there's a group of us. But I'm just not the type that's going to sit around and wait for people. Um, I'm gonna go if if it's something I feel like I'm led to do. I'm gonna I'm gonna take part in my own freedom, and if nothing happens, and nothing happens, but I'm at least gonna be able to say I tried. Yeah, it definitely would be good if you know there could be more people to get together. But the TIs are just not that active, and I guess it, you know I know this is a fear-based program, um, but they're just not that active. They're just not. So I just go, <laughs> you know. I just go. The Lord has sent someone in His time, but until then, I'm going to continue to, you know, to go. God bless you and your family. Thank you. Stay strong, you. Sister Renata. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, uh, and we pray for strength, you know, and we just keep it moving. <laughs> we have to, we have to fight. I believe I believe in fighting for my freedom. I'm I'm, I'm just, I just believe in it. And I've never been into activism before this. Never, never. It never even piqued my interest. Really, I, I you know, especially politics. I just don't care for politics. But this is very political. You know, um, we just have to do what we have to do. If we if we all remain silent, then you know we'll be right here on talk show. Nothing will ever happen. So we have to fight. One thing Mm -hmm. I'd like to present to everyone, because I had given out some electronic uh, Bibles, and people told me that they have free electronic Bibles on their, what do you all call them, apps on all your phones, that they will read the Bible to you? Yes, they do have some. Okay, so Mm -hmm. people, you know, some say that, oh, I don't like to read or I don't, get the app and let it read it to you. So that's my suggestion for today. Yeah, I think Bible Gateway has an app. That's a pretty good website. Can I a say something? Yes, go ahead. Hey, Lala. Hey. Um, okay. Um, well, you guys know um, it's been like what seventeen, eighteen months that I'm still wearing the magnet, and um, what I can tell you, it's like I don't even how do I describe it. It seems like. Okay, like when they first put the microchips in you, right, it's like they can see everything, see everything that you're doing. So what I'm doing is I'm wearing the magnet, I'm reversing everything that they do, and I notice that, like, I'm not getting, like, the gang, I'm getting the gang talking, but not like I would, like, like they used to have people come and repeat something that was in my head, like in my mind, that only, you know, you know what I mean, like in my mind. I notice they haven't been able to do that because they haven't, you know, I'm pretty sure their their signals are pretty jacked up right about now. But I don't have the V2K anymore. 
And um, I'm not, um, only thing that I, um, I have to do now, I'm just, I want the orbs off my TV. Like, I, I see orbs on my TV, and everywhere I go, there's orbs. If I go to the movie theater, the, I can see the orbs, depending on the angle of the sun. So, um, um, they not they not really affecting me as much. Like, I still get it at church, you know, but they just come in and they try to, have conversations with, but I'm, I'm able to pick them out right away. I know who exactly who they are. I know they're gang stalkers. Do you do the same thing every day? Do you have I've been doing it. I've been doing it for every day. What I do, I go on about my business, and then when I come in the house, because I learn, um, if you take it with you, they they're so strong that they they'll step onto the car, they'll step on the other things. So what I do is I wear it when I get in the house. Like as soon as I get in the house, I give me an ace bandit wrap it around my hand, um, my my leg, and I wear it and go on by my business. And I've been doing it for about seventeen, eighteen months now. But like I said, the only thing I just don't want to see the orbs no more. Well, like, if, I'm like, wondering, um, D, D, I'm wondering if D is listening because um, that might work for you, D. The, the madness might help you with the DCK. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If, if anybody has a, if you could put it in the chat. I don't know because you you're probably on the own voice. No, she's yeah. not in the chat room, but she she uses the neo neo Debian, um rare earth magnet. Yeah, and this okay. one, um, and um, I, what I what I try to do is I try to get like I've ordered three of them. I try to put one on one leg and one on the other leg and one on the arm. But they're so strong they snap together and they just became one. And I can't take them apart. So uh-huh. I would just say just use one. Yeah. And, and Lala, um, which weight do you use so they can be um, different weight? Pick up 220 weight. Wow. Yeah, and it's not heavy. I mean, you get you go to the dollar store, get you one of those little brown little ace bandage things, and wear it. You know, and then but uh, uh, at night. Okay, uh, when I was at, at nighttime, when I um um I tape recorded myself, and um, when I heard it, I could tell that I was in some type of a pain. So. But when I woke up, I didn't feel like nothing happened. But when I listened to the tape, I was in a lot of a pain. So when I'm wearing a magnet, I could feel the reverse of what they were doing to me while I was asleep. Like I'll get little headaches and stuff like that. And that's only because the signal was going back out. You don't put it on your head, do you? The, no. The, okay. okay. Now, the no, orb, I wear it on my leg. About your orb, okay. You're seeing, are you seeing something out the side of your, like you're facing forward and looking forward, but the side of your eye seeing something bright that comes to the side? No. Least, um, or you're just seeing them on, it could be reflection of light, but real orbs, if you really see an orb, depending if it comes on the side of your eye or as you're looking, something bright comes there, that sometimes are angels. Excuse me for a second. Hold on. I am on the phone. Go. Go to your room, right? Hello, what happened? I don't know. <laughs> hello. Yeah, is this she? Hi, hello. Is this the lady who was talking about the orbs or no? No, this is Anita. Uh-huh. I'm from Baltimore. I just wanted to to I always forget about your call. They don't advertise it that much for Anita, so I just wanted to um, just basically say hello. 
Oh, hi, Anita. How are you? I'm bad. I'm okay. I'm, I'm here. I'm still standing. I'm still here. Okay. And you're from Baltimore? Yes, ma'am. I'm from Baltimore. Okay. What kind of targeting do you, do you get? I'm sorry, what did you say? How long have you been targeted and what kind of targeting do you receive? For as long um, I, that I became aware of my targeting for you. I'm sorry about that. Oh, that's okay. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, go ahead, Anita. Uh, that I became aware of it about four years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I what get, happened? I, I get targeting. I have no idea why I'm targeted. I'm like the other person. I just got up every day, went to work, did everything that I was thought I was supposed to do in the world, you know. So I can't. People ask me that all the time. I think I just I bought a house, <laughs> and I moved in a neighborhood for the full of people that did that. That's what I think. No, it's uh-huh. happening all over. And the bottom so line what, is... Wait, wait, wait. Oh. let me ask her some questions, please. So mm-hmm. what what happens with your targeting? Uh, what do you mean? A tar- what happens? What do what, I get? What, um, do you get um, electronic harassment? I get... Ev- yeah, it, okay. Do you get stalking? Get yes, I get stalking. I get electronic harassment. I get B2K, um, whatever, the, whatever, everything, I guess, you know, whatever that, whatever, you know, yes. Do you have a family? Do you live alone? Oh, I have a family. I don't live alone. I have a very large family. Yes, I do. Okay, that's good. At least you have some support. Yeah, and I don't think it's safe to be alone. I think we need, yeah. you know, I don't, for me personally, I, know I came on when you guys were talking about that. I think mm-hmm. that um, that's part of our um, stalking. I think that's what they ultimately want to get us alone so they can kind of do what they want to do to us. Of course. To break yeah. our connections with family members. And I'm very for, for you know, they have ways that they do that. But I, um, I've i always, my daughter went to college, left home in 2010. 2000, yeah, my daughter left home in 2011, and that's October, July, or she left home in that summer, and that's when my um I became aware that I was being followed and harassed. And she does she get any kind of targeting where she is? No, ma'am. She doesn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, she that's does. Good. She does. She lives with someone. She's with a significant her boyfriend, her fiance. So thank God. Okay. Mm-hmm. So do you have any kind of military or masons or anything like that in your family or? Um, uh, I mean, in my immediate family, or like I have uncles that were in the military, um, I, you know, uh, but they lived in North Carolina. We lived in Albany, New York, and, you know, mm-hmm. so I do, we do. My aunt was a Mason. My um, she's, uh, um, I'm not, like, for me personally, I've never had any connections with, you know what I mean? Someone who's like, yeah, no, a lot of people they don't have the direct connections, but I'm telling hmm. you, almost everyone has some sort of nation. Oh, yeah, like the East like, or yeah, yeah, we're from East North Carolina, so we know about the East. Yes, ma'am, mm-hmm. we're from well, we're from one. I don't know much about it, but you know, you hear about it, you know, the Eastern yeah. Stars in North Carolina, and you know, stuff like yeah. that. So, but I don't, you know, I don't know, you know, firsthand myself, I've never had any. You know, connection with those. I went to. I never. I didn't pledge in college, so I didn't even. I wasn't even a part of a sorority in college. So, do you have an outspoken personality type? I don't know. No. Okay. I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Um. No. 
I kind of do. I've, I mean, I'm the oldest out of. I don't know what that. I don't know what that means anymore. What you mean by outspoken personality? But um, like for me, if I saw something or someone being done wrong, I'd probably be the first to speak up about things um, um, before I, I was targeted. I'm a little more reserved now. <laughs> Well, yeah. I, I mean, I'm a teacher, so I've been a teacher for about 20-something years. So, I mean, I teach first grade. <laughs> so that tells you a lot of, you know what I'm saying. So I kind of, like most people, like most of us, got up, went to work in the morning and, you know, deals and how I was I was a single mom, did what I thought I was supposed to, you know, when I, so I grew up in New York City. And, I, you know, you do what you thought we thought was the American dream, what, thought, what we were supposed to do, you know. And um, I never saw this this part of my life coming. And I don't know if maybe, I can't. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're just a target of opportunity, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, they um, do it. Yeah. I, I don't know. You know, and you, you know, I've been trying to put, the, like, ask those questions in my mind. When did I do this? Did I do and I And I can really say I haven't. And I think what happened for me, I just, like you said, I just moved in the wrong place at the wrong time. I bought my house in 2009. And at 2011, it started. And I think maybe they didn't want me in a neighborhood, you know. So it's a lot of police officers. It's the spiritual warfare. You're a teacher. Mm-hmm. you got to dig it to dig it. And who do you have the most, who can you impress the most? Children, right? Yes, ma'am. You said fourth grade. Oh, first grade. No, ma'am, first grade. You said first grade? My goodness, yes. of course. But it's really interesting because that's their are, foundational years. Oh yes, ma'am. And then, but you know what really broke my heart is the number of teachers who are involved in the mobbing. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That, that I mean, people that I've known that I work with for years. Uh huh. And yeah. um, that was something that you know we can't. For me personally, I can't control what other people how I did coping with the gang stalking, coping with the. You know the everyday stress of trying to live uh-huh. my life of now being a targeted, being a regular black person trying to live in America. <laughs> I mean, come on, y'all. Well, we my it, commander, if you were talking about melanin rich, he is too. But the bottom line here is, this is the separation of the sheep from the goats. It's one of the reasons we don't call our children kids. The first meaning of the word kid is young goat. We don't want them calling us old goats. That's Matthew chapter twenty-five. Starting with verse 30, but what you do to the least of these, you're doing unto him. He's coming with the double-edged sword, Mm -hmm. which is the tongue. It cuts both ways, but more emphatically, he's got the keys of death and hell. That means he can either take you out. Oh, I'm not, Cassie, and and I thank you for that, and I thank you for that word, and I thank you for that, but I also know about putting on my whole armor. There you go. That's right. And what that, please note, yes, ma'am, and I I understand that, but I, I think... That for and I thank you for um, he told me to call in and I thank you for allowing me to call, telling me to call in. Um, oh, thank you, Dee. Thank you, so, um, I think for me and I agree with you. It is it's always been a spiritual war for it, fear dealing with mm-hmm. the evil and um, and I don't say why me anymore. Don't say it. I don't you're quite so, don't you're in the world, but you're not of it. That's why it's I, happening. He well, said, I, but. Can I say this one real quick? I don't know if I got it in before. Psalm 69, verse 4. They hated him without a cause. My highest commander, and read the whole of chapter, uh, what is it, John chapter 15, 25. 
But more emphatically, all of that, John, chapter 15, the key here is if they did this to him, he said there'll be others persecuted for righteousness' sake. And if you only knew my suffering, you wouldn't even understand. But there are interdimensional, uh, uh, trust me, get into the word. If you know Old Testament Daniel talks about my highest, greatest, grandest commander, which is St. Michael, Melchizedek, as well as my greatest, grandest high commander, the Archangel Gabriel. And they're in the Old Testament. Then they talk about him in the New. Because when you read Luke chapter 128, Gabriel is the one that came in unto Miriam. Then when you understand that St. Michael, he's an archangel, so is the devil himself an archangel. That's why it takes an archangel to take him down. And he's going to be locked and bound for a thousand years. But how long is a thousand years? It's a day in my Lord's timing. And the bottom line here is we've got to wake up. It's time to wake up. They're trying to dupe us because they need people to be stuck with them. And the NASA, <coughs> did I tell you all about NASA? Look on your NASA uh, Internet. NASA has pointed out five different Earth places that's just like our Earth. Same habit, same conducive, or same kind of air and everything. Now, for them to bring that out, they've known it for a longer time. But they presented it in 2013, two super Earths. Then in 2014, they mentioned well, the Sister twin Bibi, Earth. hold on, because you wait, hold on, because you derail in the conversation. I was no, that's talking, I was, uh, let me just say this: no, Revelation 21, verse no, 1. No, okay, I'm going to have to Revelation because I was not finished. I apologize, Anita. I wasn't finished talking with her, and you, you oh, going but on. she's the oh, teacher, okay. right? Hey, Anita. Hello, I'm, I'm Anita. the speaker now. She's Lonnie in Washington. Your sister, baby, you're preaching to the choir when you're talking to Anita. She knows Christ. And she knows the Bible, and I've, I've heard her many times on other other calls. So that's all I want to say. Hi, Anita. Hi, Anita. Look, let me tell you something. I, that for us, and I, I, Renette, I'm going to let you question me a second. Thank you for that because you know what? You never, if you're not not in the Word, that's the only way for me that I could survive this. I have mm-hmm. girls on my face. I thank you for that. And I'm really working on Matthew 8 right now, and I hope you understand what that's been, um, humility, that God cannot bless me without that. So I thank you for that. Good girl. Thank you. Thank you. I'm working on Matthew 8. <laughs> that's where I'm at right now in my life. Yes, yes I just yes. did not want to derail the conversation. Oh, yes, ma'am. And I, I mean. wanted you to, no, no, I wanted you to be able to say what you were saying because we were going all up into I hate to tell you, I think that's a part of us believing up part of our targeting, and we kind of, I do that sometimes myself, so I have to bring myself back, but I, um, I and, and people heard me tell my story when I, I had, for a while, because I, I didn't know what was going on. I, I'm like, okay, I know at 40, some, seven years old, I'm not losing it, you know. I had just got my daughter out of the house, and I was mm-hmm. like, yes, you know, I got her because she graduated from college in 2010, and I had just started dating, you know, I was just, things were going good, you know, and this happened, and I didn't know what was, I had no, I think they start with the sound, the sound thing, and, um, mm-hmm. the, you know, the sounds, I didn't know. I'm like, what in the world is, you know, and I'm telling my family, my sisters, you know, they started to worry about me. And I'm like, yo, I think somebody's harassing me, you know. 
And see, I just believe in God because God showed me. So I wouldn't have known. I never thought it was my neighbors. The whole time. Never, ever, ever. Because, you know, they're professional people. You know, one is a military person. One's the FBI person. He probably didn't know I knew he was FBI. But one of them, and I would live around police officers. I lived around police officers before, so that wasn't an issue. So one night, see, it's different when you don't know who your enemy is because you don't know how to fight it, you know. Right, right. And one night, I just got out of my bed, and I saw my neighbor next door shooting at my house, like with a BB gun. Did you? Wow. Yes. So I said, you know, then my strategy, you know, I grew up in New York City. So I'm like, no, that Negro, no. I thought I was losing it. I said, oh. so so so. Did he shoot your window out or something? He was shooting at my mantle, my um, because I would hear someone hitting my roof all the time. I'm like, what? And I was telling my sisters, I someone shooting at my house. So like a lot of us do. Guess what we do? We call the police. You know what I mean? I live in a middle class neighborhood. You know, I wasn't in New York. Well, I would have never called the police in New York. That wouldn't. <laughs> You know, thought I had a ride, Renette. I'm going to call the police. These people are bothering me, you know. Oh, my God, not knowing that it was part of the game, you know, so to make me appear like I'm the one who's, you know, um, unstable. But the night mm-hmm. I saw that, yeah, he was very young, maybe in his 30s, early 30s. That night that I saw him shooting at my house, I said, okay, this is it's not me. It's not in my head. There's someone right. out to get me. And once it's I saw one, and when I saw and that was just by the grace of God that I saw that person that night. And then after that I was full I didn't I said, Lord, give me the strength and give me grace and mercy. I got this. But I didn't know how deep this rabbit hole went. It you know is I mean? deep. It's it gets, very yes. deep. I didn't know how deep that it would get. I thought it was just, but I found out how deep it got when I taught, brought the individual to court to get mm-hmm. a peace order against him for for harassing me. And I sat mm-hmm. there, and the judge, and I wrote what was going on, and the judge basically called me a liar. Oh, my goodness. And I looked at her. I said, okay. That's when I knew something's going, was, it's, it's, you know, Something was crazy. Yeah, that's when I that that was my like aha moment. Like, oh, something something's off here. So that let me ask you this, and 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 because you um you teach, you're a teacher. Uh-huh. Have you ever like um, voiced your opinion on you know the children shouldn't be treated like this, or the children need more books, or they? you know, or this particular student, this is not fair, or anything like that at school. And I'm asking you that because I, I, I knew someone who uh, worked uh, for the school system, and she noticed that the African-American children were being sent to the office more and they were uh-huh. treated, being treated more unfairly, and she spoke up about it, uh-huh. and it got her targeted. So I'm just well, wondering, both do you is- ever voice your opinion about, you know, we don't have enough scissors or books? These books are old, or oh my that God. child shouldn't be treated that way, mm. and that child's always on timeout, or anything like uh-huh. that. Let me let me say this: Baltimore is a very unique, probably more than any other school system, 
because mo- a large of the population here is about 95% African American, and it also has a large number of African American teachers here. You know what I mean? And principals here. So a lot of people who are, are called servants here look like us. You know what I mean? But that doesn't mean they think like us, of course. But um, right. I have to answer your question. Of, of course, that's part of our job is to advocate for our teachers. But I've learned mm-hmm. to do that in a constructive way. Okay. You know what I mean? So that's. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that it was. One, you know what I mean? I think I yeah. had. I probably had one run in with a principal. Because mm-hmm. she was just a bully. And some, you know how some people, they're just bullies and they're not happy until they're hurting other people. And I looked at her like, are you serious, you know? I, you know, she was mm-hmm. an older person than me, but I don't think it wasn't to that, to this level to make someone want to harm me like this. I personally, th- I when I put the pieces together, I think that the gentleman who may have put me in the program may have been attracted to me, even though he was younger than me. And oh. he was involved in this somehow, mm-hmm. um, and um, because part of my um, tormenting for years was rape, and um, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it was, I I think that's maybe why he may have put me in the program. Okay, that's my, that's the only thing I can think of. You know, especially when I... Well, I, I really believe that the Lord reveals these things to us um, when we mm-hmm. can handle them. I agree, you know? I agree with you. And uh, you know what? Mm-hmm. I, but I think for me right now, part of my coping coping is getting out of the why me, getting out of my way. And I heard you talk about activism because mm-hmm. I, right now it can't be about me. It can't be about um, me sitting home feeling sorry for myself. Well, with me, I can't do that anymore. You know what I mean? I can't do that anymore. I got to do what I got to do to save my life. And also, mm-hmm. for, we want a better world for our children. We don't want our children to be under this. And That's some of true. our children may already be, you know. So that's kind of. And I'll tell you, too, for, for us Christians, because I'm a Christian. I believe you are, too. I believe you yes, said ma'am. you are. Yes. Um, it, 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 that could be the reason right there, the God in you. This is a dark world that we're living in that does not uh, like light. Yeah, you know, so it it could be that. You know, it really could be any of the Christians. Thank you for that. I, well, I, I don't know. I, you know what? I, we were working uh, we were in church today. We worked on Matthew 8. And um, the pastor said, raise your hand if you think you're, you're a humble person. And, you know, he had maybe one, maybe one or two people, a couple of people raised their hand. He said, Humble people, it's not something that you know. You know, you go about doing what you need to do to help other people. It's an action, and I and I really believe that. So when people say that to me, I thought I was just doing what I was supposed to do to serve children, to serve my family. It wasn't ever about me, you know, but I, I, that has to do with the Lord, you know. So... Yeah, and uh, but you have you have a beautiful spirit, though. You know, I, I can I can feel it. It resonates, and you know these these are Satanists that we're dealing with, and they don't oh, they don't like to light. We are, we are dealing like with demonic spirit and uh, spirits. We understand that, and I I did some research mm-hmm. before, and I was uh, when I was uh, actually when I was going uh, way before I moved to Baltimore, 
And um, and my sister, I always hear her dropping knowledge and everything. And I, the people who were able to survive the horrors of slavery are the most horrific conditions throughout time, throughout history, always had had a belief in a higher power, in a Lord, in the Savior. And we have to understand that because we are not dealing with the flesh. We're dealing with principalities and the spirit. And I truly believe that. Um, even after mm-hmm. we're gone, I, that spirit of hope we can pass on to our children. Right. That spirit of faith. we Because guess what? We haven't. It, it was passed on to us. We didn't know it until we got in this situation. Because mm-hmm. we That's the we, truth. Because we thought we had arrived. And I say me, you know, because people mm-hmm. fought for us. But we didn't understand. For me, I understand now with a Malcolm or, a, uh, you know, those people, Fannie Lou Hammer, what they had to walk through so we can get here today. You know, and even and I, I said on a couple of calls ago, even if we look at, at people um, that have been in our lives in the past, whether they're still in our life or not, we can see examples of strength. Most most of us can. We can see examples of faith. I know my mother was a person of great faith and yeah. great strength, and I have no idea how she made it. You know, with all yeah. of us and. I can remember hard times. So we oh. can draw on that. I believe yes. in drawing on the strength of our ancestors but, yes. you know, and people in history. We we, uh-huh. we have examples. So that seed is in us and yes. for most of us. And I agree with that. And I think that's part of, um, even despite our targeting, I think we have to also understand that this is nothing new. They have the electronic harassment thing now. So this has always been um, uh, somewhere, you know, a part of people who uh, want to oppress other people where they're looking for, um, you go back to the time of Moses when they killed all the firstborns because they didn't mm-hmm. want, you know, can go back to those times or you're looking for that seed or you say that light. And uh, this is nothing new. Well, yeah, the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun, and uh, I think it was 2020 that had Pope Francis, um, I guess he's coming to America, and they did like a town hall where uh, he was on uh, on the big screen, and people at different churches were able to ask him questions and things, and there were some uh, people who had been homeless, and they were um, just sharing with him what they had gone through and uh-huh. uh, being homeless and, and all these things. Some of you may have seen that, 2020. Um, but he, he, he said something very interesting. He said, um, he said Jesus was homeless. You know, he said he, he, he lived in the highways and the byways. He just, you know, traveled from here and there. He didn't really mm-hmm. have a stable home. And he was saying all of the things that the Lord had to go through. And it's true. I mean, he was soft. He was fed on. He was he was mm-hmm. stoned. He was followed. He was mm-hmm. discredited. He was, you know, everything That's we're right. going through, he went through. That's right. He went through. Mm-hmm. But one so thing have, that gives me encouragement, Renetta, one thing that gives me for me, and that's my personal relationship is he already paid the price. So I can get up every morning. I can put my head up high no matter what's said about me at work, no matter what people may do or people may say. When I walk in, I'll put my head up high because I know whose I am and whose I belong to. So no matter what the COINTELPRO or the FBI or the whatever they have, because, you know, I don't know anything about that. So, But I know the life that I've lived. Mhm. Mhm. 
So and you know who you are. That's very yeah. good. So you can start a rumor all you want, but that's not the that's not my seed. That's not what I've sold. Right. So, you know. So that's why when I finally saw the gentleman across the street, I said, "Hmm." And you know what? I realized he's not even my enemy. Right. He's. I mean, he's probably or whatever. Or and then I got to say, "Oh, that person's not important." The people on the street, they're not in the pool of gang stalking us. They're no, they're little, they're no, not, they're really not important. They want to be important, but they're not because they don't, they don't love me. They don't care about me, so I'm not going to give them any. You know, they're getting their couple of dollars or whatever. To, you know, for me, that's how I deal with the gang stalking. You know, well, I, I feel I actually feel sorry for them and I pray oh. for them because Satan is a great deceiver and he's deceiving oh. them. He's deceiving them. He is very much deceiving them. And I'm like you. I don't consider them my enemy because I tell myself they hate me. I don't hate them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Well, the I demons, you know, demons, and demons come with lies, and I don't. I won't entertain a demon. Yeah, I won't. I won't. I won't entertain the gentleman. I won't. I will not entertain. I will not look their way. One of my, I think one of my perks got so mad. Uh, he passed by my house. I was outside sitting on my porch. He got so mad I didn't pay him any attention. He he backed up his car and stopped a couple of times. I looked. I kept looking straight through him. I just mm-hmm. I don't see you. I, I refuse to give you my attention. Good for you. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. Even at work, I refuse to give me to, any of my attention. Do you get the workplace mobbing now that you're trying? Yes, of course. I, I told you that I got some teachers that I had worked with for years. They thought that they were going to, um, I guess, do what they were going to do. But I looked at them. I have you lost your mind. I literally, <laughs> I guess they said this woman right here. One woman came. Uh, one of them was a parent. And I said, I looked at her, and I, I said, I told her son who's in my class, go get your mom. And I sat her down and said, did I do something to offend you? You know, she's not going to tell me. She said, no, Miss Heath, why would you say, I, did I do something to offend you? And I looked her in her face. She couldn't do anything but hold her head in shame. <laughs> what else could you do? Your child's in my classroom and you're doing something that's so crazy. Why would you, yeah. if you had an issue with me, why would you put your child in the classroom with me? So I ain't paying no mind. I ain't paying those ladies no mind because they just want attention. They want to be important. And I just look at some of them when they do their tactics, and I say, I know why I'm the target and you're the perp. That's what I say to myself because you could not get me to do these stupid things to people. Oh, yeah. oh you know, and these, no. these hurtful things and, you know, the psychological warfare. You, I, I, I wouldn't do it. So mm-hmm. this, this is why I'm the CI and mm-hmm. you're the perk because mm-hmm. you will do it. You will go along some with people, that. Some it's, people it's can like be, a, I'm sorry. Some ahead. people, it doesn't, they, they sell their soul for crumbs. And I refuse. Yeah. I have never had to do that. My soul is priceless. And I want mm-hmm. for no reason whatsoever. And I've taught my daughter that. There are certain things that are not worth Pennies and rubies and per- my soul is not for sale. And that's, that's it. right. That's it. It's not. It's nothing you could do. It's not. You could take the house. I had the house before. You know, I have a house. Okay. I grew up poor in New York. If we gotta go back to the projects, we will. And I really mean that. But I refuse to sell my soul. At the car, yeah. you know, had the car. My car was taken from me. You know, I think Wells Fargo was in with it. You know, some of the things. Okay, whatever. 
as long as I get the car, you know. You know, because they target your vehicles and stuff like that. And, you know, mm-hmm. I would go out to work and I have a flat tire and, you know, I just drive the flat tire. I used to tell the had the lady, I just drive the car till I get to the gas station. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I messed mm-hmm. up a couple of rims like that, but I was determined. No, you're not gonna defeat me. No, you're not. Right. Well, you can only threaten me with materialistic things at the end of the day because that belongs to them anyway. You know what I mean? So, right. Yes, I learned a long time ago. I don't place value on material things. They come and they go. And because guess what? When you do that, they got you. Right. They got, and you know what? Like the Bible says, you can gain the whole world and lose your lo- soul. I lose your soul. I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm not well, doing it. I mean, we need certain things to make it in this man-made world that they set up. You know, mm-hmm. we have mm-hmm. to have certain things, but right. I don't. I don't place value. Mm-hmm. I think place about. Value. I mean, I just think about how our people. Survived along. Sometimes it was just three or four families in the house together. We ate, you know, we all had one pot. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? We we ain't too proud for beans and black eyed peas and pinto beans and rice. We got. <laughs> That's we, true. You know what I mean? Maybe some people don't know about that, but I do. <laughs> oh, I do. That's K-Roll right. syrup sandwiches, sugar sandwiches. That's right. Yes, <laughs> ma'am. Look, look, no sandwich, uh-huh, just the bread. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I was I, talking you know, to someone the other day about commodities. I don't know if anybody remembers commodities, but the government used to give us cheese, a big yes. block of cheese, That's right. um, peanut butter in a silver can. Um, oh. Powdered milk. We had the powdered milk, the powdered mm-hmm. egg. <laughs> we had all of that. Mm-hmm. That's right. And my parents knew how to whip it up and make a meal out of it. That sounds like French mm-hmm. toast to me. It's a good macaroni. <laughs> 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 it's a good macaroni and cheese. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. You know, so I'm just saying. That was the best cheese. Ah, that's right. You know. So and look, and I, it was eleven of us. So you knew. So, but I just pray pray for my strength in the Lord, everybody. Thank you for listening. Let me talk today. I, um, you know, we're gonna. It's this lie will be told. Like everything, it will be told. I just read something. It's just for a piece of information. Please read. Like even though there are, what they do is you look at the blogs of NBC or some of the stations on the blogs. They will write something right. For example, on NBC.com, they have they, the Air Force just awarded a $20 million grant for non-lethal weapons to, um, to Boeing and some other companies. And this was in plain sight on NBC.com. Oh. oh yes, some of these. So if you, uh, even though they're mainstream, on uh, some of their sites you will see some of the, um, if, and that affects us because who are they experimenting on? These these grant these you know, these um, contractors are experimenting on us, and this was just approved. Mm. Mm-hmm. They were just approved. You know, and where where did you say we could find that? NBC dot com and look under security. Okay. Mhm. You'll see. You put non lethal weapons. So I personally think we need to be going after some of these contractors and some of these companies that uh, have these sensors in us. You know. 
Mm-hmm. $20 million, that's, a, you know, some of reparations that need to be paid to us. We may not be able to get the whole pie, Renetta, but we can get some of these, some pieces of the pie, you know? That's true. That's fair. When we look at, so you talk about my activism, maybe a sleeping dragon has been woken in all of us, you know? So of maybe trying to go after the government, how do you prove that? They they have searched everything on such lock lockdown in terms of getting lawsuits, in terms of getting, you know, we don't know. But if it says in a newspaper on NBC.com that contractors have been award, contracts have been awarded to this company, this company, this company, and we can prove this company is tormenting us or targeting us or have, we are being experimented on by these companies, we have a, a, a lawsuit against these companies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to get more into stuff like that. Yes, ma'am. Just, it was really in plain sight, believe it or not. I was just um, on my Facebook page, and that came up on my Facebook page. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I have to get back into Facebook um, mm-hmm. so I can uh, become buddies with some of you all because people have really good links. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they have some great links and, and a woman, her name is Jojo She mentioned something about Blackwater Blackwater is now owned by Raytheon Raytheon is in, in Northern Drummond They are in Baltimore, Maryland Both of those both of those contractors I never knew what they were about I thought um, Northern Drummond built airplanes I didn't know they were into the weapons industry Oh yeah they all cross over into everything. Mm-hmm. I never knew that. So, but they are part of our. I believe a part of our targeting. These, you know, they hire contractors, subcontractors, and so on. So, hmm. did you want to say anything else? Oh no, ma'am, no. I want to know maybe somebody knew wanted to share on that or knew about that or that this is a billion dollar. It's just, if you get a $20 billion contract and you have already a group of people that you can experiment on, experiment on mm-hmm. for free, this is mm-hmm. a billion dollar um, human trafficking that we are uh, involved, that people have involved us in. It's so bigger than us. Oh. Hang on one second. Yes, ma'am. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm back. My oh, daughter was talking. I apologize for the distraction. Okay, so what was the last thing you said? I said that this is it's a it's a billion dollar industry that you know our targeting and some of the weaponry that is being used on us or experimented oh, yeah. on us. Yes, yeah. Most definitely, it is. It's not just. I, it, it's the it's, it's the cruelest thing to like experiment on. Humans. It's it's cruel to me to experiment on animals, mm-hmm. you know, much less humans. And then just to just cover it up with all these lies to act like it doesn't happen. I know uh, several TIs who have written to the White House 
about being assaulted with uh, directed energy weapons, and they got, like, this chain letter back, and the letter said, you know, we do not practice, no, we do not condone other countries torturing their people, but they never address the fact that it's happening right here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it is. Definitely. And it has been. All the way back in history. Mm-hmm. There's a ni- yes, yes. There's some great articles. There's a 1982 um, DOD directive that gave um, permission to um, to experiment on U.S. citizens. Yeah, I remember seeing that. That's terrible. That is, it's absolutely terrible. People are dying at the hands eight, of the government. I was 18 years old in 1982. Who never knew knew that our lives would be changed. And I personally think it was probably already being taken place. That experimentation probably had always been utilized in our communities already, probably. And we just didn't know, you know. So I'm sure. I'm now, sure. You know, now that you mentioned that, I'm sure. Yeah. So we're around, we're around the same age because I graduated mm-hmm. from high school that year. From mm-hmm. high school that year. Yeah, I did also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was a, a um, you know, who would have known? You know, who, who wouldn't, you know, but I thank God I don't, um, it's so easy for us to play pity party, you know, that we can um, compare our war wounds, but I'm not going to because we have we have to fight, and we can't, mm-hmm. we got to fight. You can't fight if you're not strong. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can't, how, how we got to fight. How do they pass these rules and regulations without people knowing about it? That's, you know, in a democratic country, you think that uh, with so many watchdog organizations that they, we have a problem trying to pass all these illegal bills to experiment on private citizens and things like that. Mm-hmm. If you keep people drunk all the time or you, you know what, I, I personally think for me, you know what, you keep the focus over here. Those people know how to play. You know, you play one group against each other, you know, TV, entertainment, Friday, Monday night football. <laughs> I mean, the Patriot passed that basically gave up all of our rights, our constitutional rights. Did it pass or did it, are they trying to pass it? Because, you know, it's um, it's still a democratic country. I mean, not, not because it passes illegal things doesn't mean that it's legal. You still, think we, live, it? you no. still think we live in a democratic country? Oh, okay. Do you really, I used, do you think we still live in a democratic country, sir? Not really, but it's, it's better than some countries there, um. you know. We live in a, industri- a military industrialized country. Ah. That's true. I agree with that. They want us to think, you know, that we live in a democratic country. They want us to think we have freedom of speech. Oh. Most of us were targeted for exercising it's always, our it's always been about revolution. freedom of speech. It's always been about revolution, you know. That's, you know it's always been about uh, about struggle. You know, but it doesn't mean that we've lost them. You know, the the uh, the, the freedom of uh, you know choice, being able to speak. We've always had that. Just that we had to fight for it a little. <laughs> we had to get it. Uh, you know, get them to understand that uh, we are willing to you know fight for our rights, stand up mm-hmm. for uh, for our rights. You know, they it, the, it was it was supposed to be for only for like a, a certain section of a population where people have their rights. I mean, some people have to fight for their rights, right? So it's, all about, it's always about revolution. Right. So, so this thing, this Patriot Act that they're trying to pass or they say that they've passed, I mean, people can unpass it. 
wasn't legally done. It wasn't legally done. Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody want to say anything? Yeah, um, I'd like to um, uh, reiterate what I was talking about uh, two weeks ago. Hi, uh, everybody. Um, it's about the um, situation was far as what I was saying about um, agencies, governmental agencies, okay, operating in the clouds, okay, okay, as far as um, not being physical, physically um, present, not having an actual office anymore, nothing like that. From what I understand, okay, here in New York City, Okay, there's been a, a number, a couple of other agencies besides um, unemployment, the unemployment um, office of um, of um, uh, Department of Labor that's operating in in that type of manner. Okay, and you know we got to be aware of these things happening, and that people, I mean, according to where they live, okay, should um, See if if it's happening in their area, and what they can do as far as um, mustering people as mustering people as far as um, getting on um, protest organized against it, okay? Because there's serious dangers, and uh, something like an agency, a governmental agency, okay, not actually having a physical um, presence, okay. In other words, um. Office people go to and everything like that. When it, when it's actually like a phantom agency, it's operating. You know, I'm basically describing it that way. A phantom agency that's operating in the clouds. Okay, and this, from what I, from what it seems to me, is that this is taking place and starting off where. It's happening with certain agencies where the majority of the people can have a nonchalant attitude about, oh, well, who cares about those type of people anyway? These are the type of agencies that care for the needs of certain people where people will have a snobbish attitude towards. All mm-hmm. right? All right? But, okay, if you think, it's, I think something like that will stop there, I got, I got to, I got to plainly say that you got to be out of your mind. Okay, that's just, okay, that's just the first step. If you let that go, okay, it's gonna all flow into something else. Okay, so you got to be very careful about that. And like I said, be very aware and start taking action against. Say that last thing again, Charles. I said, be very aware of these things going on, okay? Give as much information on it as possible and start taking action against it. Because yeah. it will affect you in the long run, believe me. Okay? Um, you want certain things done, okay? And you can only reach um, these certain people by phone, and that's it, okay? Anything can happen. Communications, they won't let you. They won't let you um, call in. All right. I mean, there's a number of ways they won't let you call in. Okay. Your 
male or whatever can be, um, get this bid and all this type of thing. I mean, all types of games that can be played when in an apparatus like that. So I hope people just don't take this as a joke, okay, and let that go by. Well, when you mention male, male um, for most, well, for some, I won't say most PIs, male is tampered with, definitely. I know mine has been, you know. And like mm-hmm. you were saying about information, information is key. You know, we have to be informed. And then we'll know what we need to what 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 steps we need to take. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Yes. Hi. Hi, hi Charles. I was. This is Anita. Hi. I was in New York. Uh, I was home. I grew up in New York, and I was home. I, I didn't go this summer. I didn't go this summer, but usually, you know, my parent, my mother still lives in New York, and a couple of my sisters because I didn't want to put them in jeopardy because the gang stalking is horrific in New York City. It is horrific. They have um, uh, issues. You know, I think they kind of know my patterns now, and uh, they know I usually come home during Christmas time, and they, um, I noticed it this year, last year, Christmas, they had uh, already had something set up for me in New York when I got home, and um, it just is horrific. They have, I think probably, you mentioned something about organizations, hitting, hitting organizations. They probably have people who are involved, who have legal issues and may be on probation, and they are required to do some gang stalking or um, I call it basically snitching on people. <laughs> mm. You know. Or you know, when someone's in town or, you know, where that person is. Because um, I know at one time, maybe when I was home 30 years ago or 20 years ago, that wouldn't have been able to happen where an organization would be able to come into our community and um, turn people, neighbors against each other. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, because, you know, that would never have happened. And, you know, because everybody knew everybody. Right. Well, we live in we 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 live in a snitch society now. We do, yes, Renette. But you know, at one time, somebody would have said, "Hey, Miss Heath, Anita, you know, somebody down the street was asking about you. I don't know who that man, what man was. You know what I mean? Somebody right. would have said, and I come now. It's so easy for people to say, "Oh, what you want me to look at at that person?" But at one time in our neighborhood, someone would have said, "You know what? Somebody strange came in and asked about mm-hmm. you. They wanted me to do this." That tells you the changing of our culture in our neighborhood, where mm-hmm. someone, a stranger, can come in and just, um, you know, turn neighbors against neighbors. Obviously, you're not neighbors anymore. But I just wanted to share that with you. I noticed that. So basically, I constantly keep my camera on when I'm home. Um, they have a go-go cameras. They have little small little cameras. They call re r e re cameras. They look actually like asthma pumps. They already destroyed a couple of them, and that's okay. But constantly keeping to me documenting what's happening because they don't want to be on camera. They don't want to be seen. Mm-hmm. So they That's know true. you're walking around with a camera. You, they know you have something in your hand. They're not going to bother you. They're not. Mm-hmm. So, you know. I, okay, I, excuse me. I just realized uh, the time. Oh, time wow. I'm away. sorry, Renetta. So you can, no, 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 no. You can continue, but I just want to um, thank everybody for coming in case the call drops off. 
if it just hangs up, it wasn't the purpose, it wasn't me, it just <laughs> hangs up after um, five hours, which we are reaching that time. So I want to thank everybody for coming, um, all the visitors and everybody who came. I really appreciate it. This was a good call. Um, tomorrow, tomorrow is Memorial Day, so everyone enjoy your holiday. Um, and I just want to end with this. Well, it's Memorial Day or Labor Day? Labor Day, I'm sorry. Sorry, you're right, Labor Day. Thank you, Charles, Labor Day. A holiday is just a holiday to me, and I just, <laughs> I don't even care. I just kind of, um, number one, I'm getting Nada, out of don't holiday. feel bad. Don't feel bad because no. I was saying Memorial Day in my head, too. Yeah, Memorial Day, right. You know what? I, um, I'm kind of, like, over holidays. Like, I don't really want to celebrate them anymore because the true meaning of most of them is gone anyway. People don't really you know, celebrate the true meaning. But um, I, I just, I'm always glad to have a day off work. So that's one less day of dealing with is. the, you know, with the workplace harassment. Okay, so thank you for that correction, Paul. Let me give a bit of motivation, and then, um, Anita, you can finish, or whoever else, until um, until it cuts off. Okay, so this is from the Daily Motivator, and um the question for the day was, for those of you who didn't hear it, this motivation kind of goes hand in hand with the question of the day. It was, my thought was, if this program never ends or if it even gets worse than what it is, the targeting gets worse, more people abandon you, betray you in your life, you start to lose even more than you already have, your house, your car, your job, everything just goes awry. Um, what's your plan of action? Do you have a plan in place? How are you going to keep it all together um, and continue to exist in, with all this torture? So that was the question of the day. Many people did answer the question. And it was basically just to get you thinking of how, how you can move forward because I truly believe that we have to continue to, um, to move forward in spite of what we're going through. At least we have to die trying. That's what I believe. Okay, so this motivation comes from um, greatday.com, Daily Motivator, one of my favorite motivation spots, and it's called Now Add Some Action. So I think this is very fitting for the um, question of the day. Um, You've got a big, exciting dream. Now add some action to it. You've considered, planned, and prepared. Now add some action. You're full of hope and have worked yourself into a positive attitude Now bring it all home with some good, solid action. Are you wondering whether your idea has any merit? Put it into an action and find out. There's a time for planning, for thinking, for talking, and for preparing a detailed strategy. Then comes the time to put that strategy into action. The possibilities of now are great, and they're calling to you. Now add some action. And that was by Ralph Marston, the Daily Motivator. So I say to you, you know, add action. Whatever your plan is to move forward, don't wait until things get worse. Start to move forward. Mm-hmm. Start to move forward. If you need to move, someone said they needed to move today. Um, a couple people on the call today said they needed to move. Uh, if you need a job, if you want to pick up a hobby, if you want to get back to doing some things you were doing, you want to connect with some people, you you know, you used to be in contact with, whatever it is, put one foot in front of the other and do it. Like Nike says, just do it, you know. You have to try. Nothing beats a failure but a try. 
I think all of us have had some losses, some great losses dealing with this program. Um, but we can regain, maybe not the exact same thing, but we can rebuild, take that little bit of a grain of a mustard seed of faith that we were all born with. The Bible says we were all born with a measure of faith. So take that measure of faith and turn that mustard seed into a boulder. Grow your faith and, and just move forward in life. Just do it. Okay, so that's my motivation. Um, God bless you all. I'm going to continue to pray for you guys, and please keep me in your prayers as well, me and my family um, as well. So go ahead, you guys. You can finish talking. Thank you, everybody. We have probably yeah. about five minutes or so. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, uh, questions I ask myself is, like, uh, what if a meteor hit the earth, uh, like, tonight? How would I feel about the day that I spent? You know? It's, uh, it sounds kind of like, what did he just say? But think about it. You know how many close misses that uh, happened to this planet where a meteor could have hit the Earth? I mean, you know, don't wait until tomorrow. Don't wait until two days from now. Do it now. Move forward and enjoy your life. Because you never know what's around the corner. You never know what the Almighty has planned for this planet. You know, so don't put things on hold. Uh, <laughs> don't hold on. To, uh, you know, a week from now, I'm going to try and build up my courage, you know. Whatever you're going to do, it, do it now, man. Just, you know, ladies and gentlemen, just enjoy your life that you have and just live it the best way you can. Put some fun in your in your life, and, and that's it. That's true. Um, uh, uh, Anita was, I think Anita was about to say something that I want oh. to, um, I want to, um, to talk about maybe next week. Um, and you can talk about it now until it cuts off, but but it's an interesting topic for me because you said that you did not go to see your family because you did not want to put them at risk of dealing yes. with the targeting, right? Right. Well, in this, this summer, because I usually go to New York in the summertime, and my mom <laughs> lives there, and I noticed that there was a CIA. Um, you can always tell the 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 operatives from the gang, from the, you know, everyday person. The, you know, mm -hmm. and it was a, literally a CIA, I think when a DOD, I'm going to call them whatever they are, call, I call them spooks, you know, there's a great book called, if you get a chance, read the spook that sat by the door, I forgot the mm -hmm. name of the author, oh my God, that book was written about 40, 50 years ago, but it's still in play today when you're dealing oh. with the FBI and people who infiltrate um, society, I mean, different um, organizations. And I saw one of those people um, in my uh, community. So okay. Kind of, yeah, it kind of put me on. Um, like I said, you're always aware of this whole getting a little deeper, you know. And I'm like, why would these people be following, you know, following me? Then I realize it's a part of the targeting. You know, as soon as I come to town, people are aware that I'm in town and, you know, yeah. and I saw, I really saw that what they wanted me to see. They're not, that's how you know you're not dealing with me, that you know you're not dealing with the FBI, because you'll never know that they're following you until they got you, got a case against you. So That's true. You know yeah, I mean? so I, wanna, I really do want to talk about that more, because that's a, um, a big question for a lot of TIs. Like, you love your family enough to where you definitely don't want to involve them in this targeting, mm -hmm. but on the same token... The name of the game is to keep you isolated. Oh. So 
you know, and to separate you from those who love right. you and, and any kind of support system that you would have financially oh, or mentally or whatever. Right. So I just want to talk about with the whole group next week, if you guys mm-hmm. don't mind, like, what do you do? Do you mm-hmm. say, oh, I'm not going to hang out with this person mm-hmm. because they're going to get targeted? You know what I mean? It's a really fine line there. I think it's a balance. I think for me I have to find balance, and I just, you know, re. I have to. I'm like me. I'm 51 years old. I'm single. I, 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 I was, you know, I like dating. I, you know, I think I'm a somewhat attractive woman, you know. <laughs> and I had just, and I wanted to date, but now I have to rethink my dating. I have to rethink when people come. I don't know you, and you're coming in my personal space. Now I know that could be a, a DOD, a DOD operative or someone like that who's trying to get you. Yeah, or they could have been sent to you. Yeah. Oh God, please! I'm so picky. So that's. <laughs> but that's um, you know I think it's just but my relationships that I have already they're unbreakable. They're unbreakable. Mm-hmm. They, they, so you can, you know, the people that were supposed to go away, they were going to go away anyway. People who are sold, who can, you know, you pay them $100 to not be your friend anymore. They, you know, they weren't your friend anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't, you know, but I just thought about that this summer because knowing, seeing those people there around Christmas time was kind of spooky to me. So, but I have family, yeah. I have a large amount of family in Baltimore, and I need them because they, I don't think it's easy to walk away from love. I'm just going to say that. When you have people that truly love you for who you are. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.